Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a football free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. We're online, PR927FM.com. And are we on video? We are not. So we will get that situated here in a moment and be with you on Facebook Live and YouTube. Shirley says we are, and I will attempt to find that, as will you. All right, coming up on today's show, it appears we are. So well done, Shirley, CJ, and crew. Coming up on the program, we'll have our ECU practice report. Our flight by Yingling ECU practice report. We'll hear from Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Carroll ahead of the Navy game coming up on Saturday. Also on the show today, NFL talk on a Friday, 4 o'clock. Tony Dunn, CarolinaCatChronicles.com. We will talk Panthers, Giants briefly, recap that one from last week, and get you set for week three of the NFL. We'll have our picks. We'll run through all the games uh maybe a little fantasy football talk amari cooper got my fantasy week started off right last night uh and tony had a question i've got a quarterback question that i've already answered but i don't i want to get y'all's take on it as well uh, as far as fantasy football goes so if you uh, have any start sit questions you can fire those off and we'll uh, discuss that in hour number two of today's show back to ecu football in hour three with morgan aylers Voice of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium and also Brian North uh, will be covering the action tomorrow at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. We'll talk to both of those gentlemen coming up later on in the show today. So we got all that and a lot more coming up on this Friday. Shirley Rhodes is here, CJ Schaefer is here, and great to see Chandler Honeycutt here. PRL crew, let's ride. Chandler is. PRL viewers and listeners, let's ride. Chandler is on one today. Uh, he is excited. It is it is his birthday weekend. Uh-huh. He gets a full day off of work tomorrow. Uh-huh. So he is. Uh, you're feeling good heading into this football weekend. Oh yeah, I'm very excited to be uh, hanging out with my family tomorrow. They're coming into town. Uh, gosh, it's been forever since I've been able to enjoy a tailgate and enjoy an ECU football game with my parents and i'll be able to do that tomorrow so very excited i will be turning 24 tomorrow so 24 on the 24th and uh very excited for a full day of fun and we will be having you guys on at our tailgate listening to the bud light pregame tailgate so kind of you i will be uh turning an age coming up november 1st later this year that is a tuesday Mm -hmm. and I think I'm ready to hand over the reins to Chandler Honeycutt to host Pirate Radio Live that day. What do you think? Let's do it. You in? Why not? All right. Why are you making a face and a noise? Face. What'd you eat for lunch? I didn't have anything. I haven't had anything to eat today. 
<laughs> You're just. I haven't had a single bite. You are just running on adrenaline right now. I've had a. I've had a bottle of water. That's it. Bert. What? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Birthday adrenaline going on yeah, here or something? I don't know, man. It's. I don't know. All right. I just. I'm excited, man. But look, I talked to you about this off the air. I'm excited every Friday. You're like, oh my god, you're you're excited today. You're excited. Okay. I, I don't see you a lot on Fridays. Well, and that's true. That's true. But I am excited on Friday. It's fr- well, first of all, it's Friday, and it's Pirate Football Eve. I'm excited. Last time you saw me on a Friday on the show was Week One versus NC State. Oh, I was excited. That didn't go well. I know. And you know what? I didn't go to that game. And guess what? You're here on a Friday, and I'm not going to the game tomorrow. Oh, boy. Bad trends as we head into the weekend. Stan says, smash the like button. Smash it, boys. He's not wrong. He is not wrong at all. Josh Thomas says, Clipper, happy game day eve. Tell all those fine folks out in Radio Land to smash that like. Also, happy birthday, Chandler Honeycutt. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, buddy. Can I get a birthday song today? No. Is today your birthday? No. All right. <laughs> then no song for you. If you would like to call in and sing Happy Birthday to Chandler, you can, 317-1250. But I do not sing Happy Birthday to people if it's not their birthday. That's one thing I won't do. I'll do a lot of things in this world. That's one thing I'll never do. Ever. You know what else I don't like to do? My grandma, I went to go see my grandma last week. Go visit your grandma? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a shame. You don't like to do that? No, I like to do that. I'm sure she loves to see you. Why don't no, you like she, No, I, I went and saw her, and she asked me, did I want my birthday present now? And I said, no. What? Nope. <laughs> it could be $10,000. I don't want it. Because <laughs> I'm a believer in not getting a birthday present before your birthday well you just asked us to sing you a song before that's your different. birthday that's, that's, di- that that's, that's different and it's because i it's because i'm not going to be here tomorrow and i just wanted to hear y'all sing happy birthday to me but it's okay it's fine but i, I i'm not accepting any birthday presents <laughs> until birthday. tomorrow until tomorrow or beyond if you see him out at the tailgate uh lots at the tailgate zone to say hey say happy birthday at chandler we'll uh we'll sing it for you tomorrow on the show okay but can't do it today that's, sorry that's all right i understand all right uh let's fire up the old rundown putting cj schaefer to work here on a friday cj let's see some of your handiwork and we'll start with east carolina and navy the pirates a 17 point favorite against the midshipmen and uh this team playing with a lot of confidence right now coming off uh two wins coming off a win over navy last year navy coming off a bye does that concern you at all well, it does because Navy. You don't see Navy starting the season zero and two, and I I believe this is like the second or third time since Mike Houston's been the head coach here that we're facing Navy off of bye week. So Navy's had a had an off week. They're 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 trying to re, like trying to rebuild, trying to figure out what's going on with their program. They're going to come in here hungry. I am always nervous about Navy. I don't care who, like what their record is. Yeah. The triple option always scares me. Uh, obviously, the history shows that the Pirates have struggled against it. Last year, they were toe-to-toe against a 2-7 and seven team at the time uh, at Navy. So, it's going to be a dogfight. Still, <clears throat> I'm still very nervous about the, the line, which I, I'm assuming is still at 17. Um, so, yes, it does scare me that they're coming off a of bye week. 
question. Especially earlier in the se- early in the season. <laughs> Alan uh, pointing out that we uh, gave a birthday song to a dog the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is that is correct. <laughs> is there something wrong with that? Yeah. That is, y'all will sing to a dog that wasn't even here. And y'all will not sing Whoa, to Whoa, you gonna you got something against Arthur? Oh no. It was his birthday. That's why we <laughs> sang it. And I'm sure Patrick got yeah. home and played the song for him, so he did hear it. Yeah. You want us to pet you? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> You've been a good boy? <laughs> All he's had is water. He's like a dog. Do we have any treats we can give Chandler? <laughs> Your boy. I'm panting the Can you bring his bowl in here? <laughs> this man needs a drink. Uh, Chad smashed the like Smash. and shared the feed. Uh, he knows his job as a listener of the show. Thank you, Chad. Can people be like Chad? Uh, you know, we always say don't be a Chad. Yeah. Actually, in this case, be a Chad. Don't be a Chad. Be the Chad. Be the Chad. And go beyond. We, want, we already expect you to hit the like, smash the sub. Do one more and share our broadcast. Share mm. Facebook and share YouTube. Do one more, folks. All right. Uh, CJ, Navy, off by East Carolina. How you feeling? Um, worried, but not as worried as past years playing Navy. Um, Chandler said a lot of it. Navy, I think, is... Not as good as they have been in previous years. East Carolina, on the other hand, is better than they have been in previous years. So the gap is uh, wider than it has been in recent games. But at the same time, the triple offense, it's pretty unpredictable at times. It's hard to prepare for. Um, So, And uh, I forget who mentioned it earlier in the week, but last year when it (laughs) took a game-winning field goal to beat Navy, they were 2-7 and at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not a team that you can just come in and expect to roll over. And what I've liked is that throughout the week – uh, all the coaches, all the players that we've talked to, nobody is taking them lightly. Um, 0-2 means nothing. They know they know the history of uh, Navy football. They know how good they can be. So you just got to take them seriously. How about you, Clip? How do you feel with Navy coming in t- into town off of bye week? What is your answer? So if we made a, um, a chart with, like, terrified, concerned, worried, scared okay great good great or confident how many tears are there here a lot optimistic cautiously optimistic i'm between optimistic and cautiously optimistic it's not i'm not that cautious in my optimism but i'm not at full optimism Mm -hmm. now here's some obvious football talk here pirates do what they did last week don't turn it over don't have a special teams miscue, meltdown, block. Limit penalties. Yeah, like you do those things. You're already the more talented team in this game. You do those things. We should feel great about our chances to win this game. So uh, for that reason, I do feel confident heading into this contest. I want to put one out there that I think the coaches and stuff have mentioned, but it deserves some uh, – discussion navy is going to go out there and have lots of long possessions as they do seven eight nine minute possessions i'm not saying ecu needs to match those possessions but you need to take care of the football to the point where you get at least a a few first downs and you'd like to score every drive of course but maybe a little unreasonable but you can't go out there and continuously get three and outs and keep putting the defense back out there 
Obviously, that's something you don't want to do every week. What if you have uh, two play drives, keep Mitchell scores on a touchdown? Well, there's only so much you can do there. I'd rather, obviously, you'd rather score than not score. It sounds like Donnie, when asked this week, kind of something about that was, yeah, in a perfect world, you'd like to have a long drive. But he said the only thing in his contract is to win. So if that is quick drives, then so be it. Yeah, whatever you can make work, obviously. But what you don't want is to keep giving the ball away, especially without points, and, you know, continuous three and outs, and now Navy's just winding your defense down. Because you might get, like, I mean, we've seen it before. ECU's gotten, like, three possessions and a half against yeah. Navy. Right. And you're going to make them count. You can't have that, especially if you're giving up touchdowns. All right. So, uh, we'll be with you 2 o'clock Bud Light pregame tailgate. Let us know how you're feeling. Uh, Jack is a certified smasher. That'd be a cool T-shirt. Jack uh, Jack Dover, he comes from a uh, family of Smashers. Family, his cousin Ben. Um, all, right, all right, Troy. That's well. Troy's not here. Somebody had to say it. Yeah, that's well, true. Why no, not? Me? Nobody had to. I thought we were having fun on a Friday. What happened? I don't. Want, I don't like to have fun. You know what? You, can you take Chandler for a walk? <laughs> can you take him outside? I need to go use the bathroom. And he's a run around. He's scratching at the door in here. I don't know what he's doing. You got fleas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thursday night football. Oh, now we're really not having fun. Steelers. Mitch Trubisky, 20 of 32. Why Good it, God. Why does it say Mitch? His name's Mitchell, right? It is Mitchell. I thought he specifically said he wants to go by Mitchell, too. Yeah. Uh, well, Mitch was 20 of 32, 207 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He stinks. Stinks. Their yeah, offense. When are, when, when are y'all going to toss him to the side and bring in Kenny Pickett? When is that going to be determined? I don't know if it's going to matter, but I would have to imagine Kenny Pickett's a better option. Why doesn't it matter? I think the offensive line is bad uh, regardless. And I think that's part of the reason why Kenny Pickett was listed as third in the depth chart as opposed to second. Um I mean, you don't if you don't want to put him in this year and you know have him running for his life because this offensive line isn't going to block a thing. Um, you don't want to run the risk of having your potential future franchise quarterback injured. How about this? How about move over OBJ? This is probably the only positive last night for the Steelers, but George Pickens with an absolute grab, beauty of a grab. Yeah, and I think that just overshadowed OBJ's uh, catch, one-handed catch. I confide. OBJ's was a touchdown. This guy had, other than that, had two catches for three yards. Okay. Well, I mean, we're talking about this one singular catch. And he lost. One singular catch. All right. Thank you, you Chandler. You think this catch is going to be more memorable than OBJ's? <laughs> Did they win that game? I, I mean, I, I really don't know. Like, I don't know if they won that game. I'm going to say yes, but I don't know. But it is... Th- th- People, what does it matter if they lost or won? It's still a great catch. Fine, but it's not going to overtake OBJ's for like the most spectacular catch. Because he didn't win the football game? No, because yeah. OBJ's was a touchdown. It was like against Dallas, primetime. Well, that's true. The Browns <laughs> What does matter. that matter? It was a ridiculous... If he would have done a backflip and done it, he'd be like, well, <laughs> they lost and it, it wasn't a touchdown. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It could have been like like alien type stuff, the way he caught it, and he, it's not good because he didn't score a touchdown. They lost the football game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? 
<laughs> well, he didn't score a touchdown. But damn! Oh, I like how passionate you are about this. Um, but yeah, it's not better than OBJ's. Okay, they lost. I respect. <laughs> they lost. And, uh, it was only a twenty-yard gain. I mean, they lost. That is a, so lame. It was a thirty-six-yard catch. Those happen uh, every but day. Hey, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. He didn't score, they, and he lost the football. They game. lost to the Browns. That is bad. It is bad. You're right. And you know who, who else lost to the Browns, yeah. buddy? <laughs> Clip, did the Commanders play the Browns this Nobody year? in this room. Uh, well, one person in this room has not lost to the Browns. Uh, Washington plays the South. Oh, you know what? I didn't realize this until my buddy Jeff Cannon oh, sent me a text and said commanders browns and gave me the date so our extra game you know that extra stupid 17th game is against the browns this year oh okay. and now i'm terrified because they're gonna sweep pirate radio and uh and beat everybody so we got them i think at the end of the year all right um i thought jacoby Brissett was having a big night because i didn't watch the first half i got caught up on survivor and it was a long episode, so I didn't get to the NFL game until the second half. But I had Amari Cooper playing, so I was paying attention to him. And David Njoku had nine catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. And I'm like, dang, Brissett must have went off. Well, he only had 220 yards passing. Those guys combined for 190 yards. So outside of Cooper and Njoku, nobody really did anything in the passing game. But Brissett did enough, two touchdowns, 220 yards and uh, got their second win of the year. They should be 3-0 and right now. I wonder how many career wins Jacoby Brissett has has had over his career because I feel like that's what he does. He's like your ultimate backup quarterback. He does enough to get the job done when you need to, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, that's what, no offense, but, I mean, that he did what he needed to do to get a win over a not good team. Not good. You can say it. Steelers say team. It. I don't want to offend you. I, because I can't say much because my team stinks. Well. Sucks. Let's see if this is updated. Looks like it is. Man, shout out to statmuse.com. Very great. Very I love good the ca- uh, cartoon character. All right. How many wins? Uh, Jacoby Brissett is 16 and 24. That's hmm. not bad. For a pretty much career backup, Man, that's not bad. That, that, I agree with you though. I, I'm serious. Yeah. That's not that's not too shabby. I I, knew, I hear what we're saying, but like 16 and 24, and we're well, yeah. But if I said this guy. if I said Charlie Batch was almost 500 for a career, that would be awesome. Charlie Batch, what did old Charles have? Now we're just gonna do this the rest of the show. Uh, right, after this, how many did Ryan Fitzpatrick have? Man, stat muse. Charlie Batch, 25 and 30. Wow. All right, that's pretty wow. good. Wow. Not that's bad. Awesome. That's Damn, Charlie. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> Not bad at all. Who's a uh, Panthers backup you want to look up? Anderson had a couple, a few wins, but he wasn't there long enough to get like a bunch of wins. Um, and then it's probably going to show his wins in, in Arizona and uh, Cleveland. Uh, um. I don't think I have his, I his record. I don't know. We've had so many different quarterbacks in the past three or four years. Um, but Derek Anderson was the prime uh, backup quarterback for Cam Newton for those years. Think this is funny? Uh, this stuff seriously. Last night in college football, West by God, Virginia. My God, uh, played against Virginia Tech, and I think West Virginia won. I can't find the score right now. 
That's terrible. <laughs> that's that's awful. No, nah, no, nah, that's brutal, right? That is just at, there. It is. It just popped up out of nowhere. Thirty-three to ten was that score. Virginia Tech stinks. So uh, West Virginia moving to two and two on the year. The coastal win, I believe they, they did. did. They squeaked one out, I think. Squeaked? They were a big. <laughs> oh, were they? Uh, Forty-one to twenty-four. Yeah, they squeaked that out. A squeaker. See, Georgia they, State sucks. Do you understand what numbers are? I was watching my team last night. <laughs> you think night. Jacoby Brissett's record's good? It you, is. You think a 17-point game is a squeaker? I think you just don't know. You think a catch is not good because they didn't win? <laughs> and yeah. A touchdown. We're flipping this stupid. back around. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> stupid. Uh, I, last night, was watching football Okay. <laughs> at Johnson Stadium. Uh, Brady it's, with an awesome comment saying, exit, Sandman. And just instead of enter, <laughs> exit. Let's Sam all man. take a moment <laughs> to acknowledge that. That is, I like that. That was good. <clears throat> By the way, before we move on, uh, squad unite, squad unite entertainment. He said, Thank, "Thanks for answering my questions yesterday, Clipper. Going above and beyond the call of service. Now you can get DJ Captain to not say anything when we walk out of the tunnel." Jesus Christ, you got a lot of demands. <laughs> what? Well, you want complete silence when we walk out? What does he say? Here come the pirates. Here I'm not there for come kickoffs. The pirates. What does he say when they walk out? Here <laughs> come the pirates. Squ- so squad. Can you say it again. No. Squad. Yes. A squad unite entertainment doesn't want you to say it. He wants some silence. We should have a silent game where the whole stadium's quiet until we get like a first down. Can you get DJ Captain to not say anything? The answer to that is no. I'm not his boss. I'm not his daddy. I can't do that, squad. I can do a lot of things. You ain't my daddy. But I can't do that. Call me a coward if you want to. Oh, man. Guys. Oh, this is special. This is just absolutely special. I got a text (laughs) from from a dear friend. Oh. And his name is Bo Bats. Uh oh. Bo says, hey, buddy, Bo Bats, PCGSL here. Thanks for. All right, Bo, relax. We Early happy are. birthday, my friend. 24? I have socks older than you. <laughs> LOL. And I love how he spaces it out. <laughs> LOL. I love how he spaces it everything out. I like that too. It's easier to read. Yes. Easier on the eyes. Thanks, Bo. I, I appreciate it. Little tip for you, uh, young youngsters out there. Uh, when you shoot off an email, one of those emails you fire off, yeah, give some spaces in there, man. Do a little double space action to... Ain't gonna hurt. Here's what I like to do. I like to do a little intro sentence or two. Hey, Clip Brock here from Pirate Radio. And then uh, return, return. Enter, enter. And I'll say, uh, hey, just uh, here's the meat of the bone, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yep. Enter, enter. And then kind of recap it all. Yep. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks. Hope you're doing well. Yada, yada, yada. A couple more enter, enters, and then my name. That way, it's not all jumbled together. It's not just a word mess. So it's like an essay. Like, you have your intro. You have your body. Yeah. By the way, that body is absurd. And then you also have the end. You have the introduction, the body, and then the end. I like how you do that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, this has been, but by God, this has that been body is absurd. <laughs> 
Your body paragraph is just absolutely absurd. That is certainly a little butt cheeks. Congratulations, ECU soccer last night with a dub. Let's go as they beat Houston. How about two and zero in AAC play? Let's go, girls. Gary Higgins and the gals getting it done. And the uh, fifth clean sheet for the team too. I think Mm. they played. I don't know, 10 games or so. Or Did Maeve put a little English on it? Just a little bit. That was good. She put a little English on it. Maeve put a little English on it. <laughs> that was good. She, she may have. And may, as a, she may have. May have. May have. And as she an update, as the uh, polls came out this week, I don't know if we had mentioned it, um, ECU received more votes in the poll this week than last week, but still not ranked. Yeah, well, the bums should have beat William & Mary. All right. Well, I wasn't going to go that far. All right. I got high expectations. I don't know about y'all. We should win out. CJ saw that uh, ECU lost one nothing. William and Mary said, "Oh, that's a, that's not bad." Well, apparently, so did the other people who voted for he him said, in the poll. He said we blew him out, zero to one. I just you know they had a great goal, that, but they didn't win, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Why did it take you? Uh, by the way, I just thought about this. If ECU women's soccer makes it to the American Athletic Conference championship game. Watch along. We're going to get scarves, and we're going to have a watch along for that game. Let's do it. Genius. That's just a suggestion. I'm not saying like we're doing it. A watch along no, for say what? It. The ECU women's soccer if they if they make it to the conference championship game. Oh yeah, no, we should do that. Yeah, I just I just said yeah, no, yeah, no, we should do that for game. Yeah, I'm in. And like have, have scarves and everything. Yeah, we'll and, be and, uh, and do the soccer chance. We'll be supporters. Jack said uh, that. Now, Jack, have you been exposed? Are you Squad United Entertainment? Uh oh, because you're calling me. Uh oh, burner squad. got leaked. I think we just got a burner. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Squad United Entertainment exposed. Jack says he DJ Captain Morgan Morgan Ayler says here come the pirates. Just let the song play. I just think it kills the vibe. The vibe. You're killing the vibe. You know what? In life, you need to make your own vibe. Yeah, just create your own vibe. Don't let others make the vibe for you. You got to make your own vibe, man. You got to get with the scene, man. Come on, man. Have you seen these scores, man? They're crazy, man. I'm up here, and sure, we're trying to give you a good vibe, but if you don't take it and accept it, that's fine because it's on you and it's on Jimmy and Joe and Johnny and Sally and Susie and Shahini to make their own vibes. You got to create your own vibe. Create dude. your own vibe, Jack. You know how you can create your own vibe at the game? Cover your ears up and just watch them run out. It's such a vibe. <laughs> oh, it's such a vibe. Such a vibe. I'm vibing right now. What was the final score last night of the soccer game? What did I tell you to type on the screen? ECU 1, Houston Good 0. Good God Almighty. Are you serious? Why did you do that? You know, you know. So before the show, I said ECU 1. And, hey, that's not bad. And, <laughs> and Houston 0. And you looked at me and you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was 2 nothing. <laughs> And then you put two nothing. I was. Are you in? Are we just your mind is set on two nothing? Your world. It, like, was, it is my world. Whatever you say goes. You, all right. Like when you watch baseball, is the count always two zero? Did the Steelers win last night? <laughs> no. 
Well, in your world, maybe they did. Well, in my world, George Pickens was a better catch than OBJ. Yes! Well, you're living in fantasy land. Um, all right. Congrats to the soccer team. Who they got next, CJ? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were our soccer guy, but I guess not. My soccer guy? Uh, well, <laughs> God bless. We are playing Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Every time. Oh, you found Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never fails. Oh, by the way, World Cup coming up soon. Is Ecuador in it? If so, the hashtag ECU is about to get a little crazy with the flag. Coming up Sunday, 5 o'clock, UNC Greensboro. Uh, that is 5 o'clock ESPN Plus, and then they'll play again at home on uh, Thursday against Tulsa. So, nice home stand here. Let's rack up some wins. If they can win, eh, if they beat Greensboro, they probably won't be ranked. Still receiving votes, you think? Is 2-0 and o in the week enough, you think? I would. I mean, it's not bad. I would think that's enough. All right. Thanks. Sneak in is 24 or 25. All right, we've updated the score. one nothing. Aaron Judge Watch, I saw they will be cutting in live to his at-bats, I believe. Or they did last night. Can I night. say my joke? They... Yeah, go ahead. Wait, there's an Aaron Judge Watch? I want one of those watches. <laughs> Why would they do that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. You make amends. Dude. Um, anyway, I don't really have anything to add on that. I uh, did. Hey, so he just he needs one more to ba- break Babe Ruth, to break him, yeah, to, <laughs> to break him in half. Poor to, Babe, to dig him up from his grave. Oh my break god, him. we're sick of it, dude. dude. Dude, that was weird. Dead air, dude. Thank you, Charlie. Sorry, <laughs> I went to go click it. That was about like you trying to say screen. that sentence while ago. That just, happened off there. Nobody gets that. Uh, um, <laughs> shut me down. Chandler got excited earlier today when he saw the East Carolina basketball uniforms. Oh my god! You like them? I love them, man. They're awesome. They're a vibe, <laughs> dude. You got to stop saying that, dude. Uh, but no, I really do like them. I think they pop. I say some things ironically, but I'm gonna outlaw. Um, we gotta outlaw, and I don't think we—I don't think we've said it on the show, and I'm proud because we're too old to say it, and that includes CJ. He, the him, he thing, Hemothy. Oh, he is him. All uh, that crap. We're not doing that. I, I am him. We're not doing that. If you thought about doing that, we're not doing that. Hemothy. Uh, is everybody okay with that? Could, could you Hemi Neutron? Apparently, I'm way too old because I don't even understand what you're talking about. The him Wait, thing. It's because you're not him. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, her. See how this is funny. Her is not him. I am her. I'm covering up. This, uh, the thing that uh, somebody makes a play, he is him. Him, and then they'll be like, Himothy. That's and, like uh, Jalen Ramsey said, I'm him. I'm him. That's exactly how he sounded, too. Oh, man. It's really, I'm him. I, I'm old. I'm sorry. These things annoy me. Can't we just say fat like we did in the 90s? P H A T. Man, that was a fat catch. George Pickens. Pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> George Pickens would have had a fat catch if he had scored that touchdown and they would have won the game. Chandler, Damn. describe the ECU basketball uniforms for our radio audience that has not seen them yet. So there's four different jerseys. Uh, the first one that I'm seeing now is a gold jersey, top and bottom, uh, with a purple trimming down the sides. 
But here's the best part of the jerseys to me. The curse of print. The, the curse of the font. The old script. The old pirate curse of uh, script. Uh, you also have a purple jersey, top and bottom, vice versa, with yellow trimmed on the uh, inside. You have a white that is trimmed in purple with the purple uh, pirate's cursive. Um, and then you also have a black uniform, top and bottom. And at the top it says East. the bottom it says Carolina. Number in the middle. Number in the middle. Very fresh. Very fr- The, the uh, logo is on the side of the hip on what's, the pants. What's your favorite jersey? I'd probably go yellow. I'm going gold, yellow, uh, pirates, and purple. Gold, CJ? Um, I'm going with the purple because they look the closest to the Los Angeles Lakers jerseys. I was telling Chandler off the air, I have it on good authority that it was requested that uh, the basketball team gets their jerseys modeled after the Lakers jerseys. And I think they did a pretty good job. I can see it in the numbers. Yeah. I think they did a pretty good job. Like the purple one, it's got like the, uh, the gold trim on the outside of the jersey yeah yeah i think it turned out pretty well all right i like them i uh, looking forward to seeing them in a rocking minji's coliseum josh thomas says who do you think you are i am i am now that will say that uh, i, I like yeah who do you think you are i am that is pete weber is that his name the goat of all goats the mustachioed bowler all right we'll wrap up the segment with a free space everybody is free to say whatever's on your mind world of sports life whatever chandler what do you got today um nothing i really um well i'm first of all i'm blessed to see 24 hashtag blessed um looking forward to the next 24 but um i am thankful like i said for another birthday i'm thankful to be able to spend it with my family my mom and dad my brother won't be here but you said you've been here six years uh august was six years can you believe that you have we've known each other for a quarter of your life that's crazy it's crazy bro that's crazy but um it's crazy thankful for that thankful for a lot of things definitely thankful for what i the job that i have Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the people that I work with. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thankful for the people that I work for. Mm-hmm. And really, I'm just, I'm so blessed to say, and every time I tell people what I do, they mm-hmm. think it's the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. And it really is. And um, I'm just thankful for everybody. I'm thankful for you guys, the listeners. I'm thankful for you guys smashing the like and smashing the sub. And uh, thank you guys for your support of Pirate Radio. That's it. All right. Nobody cares. CJ? Wow. I'm not going to be as thankful. Um, wow. I'm not excited for basketball season anymore. For the NBA season. Why? Because your coach was... Yeah. Doing because your coach been wilding? Been doing a little... Uh, <laughs> a little... Uh, oh, it's hey. been awful. Yeah. Setting um, screens. Also, the NBA coaches don't matter. You're... you're you know what? You, you, you don't believe that. You're being fake right now. All right. Um... Are you being serious? Yes. You're not excited for Tatum and Brown and your team. Well, I'm excited. Because your coach isn't going to be there? That is a farce. That is phony. I will not allow that on the show. You are being fake right now. So if the Hornets could get Brad Stevens as the coach, you wouldn't want it? They don't make a difference? That's what you just said. Brad Stevens could be your coach. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you're excited, right? No, he's the, no. He said he's not the. Co- he said he's not going to coach. We're promoting some 
assistant. Well, you used a bad example there, I feel like. Why? Okay, you're saying if we could have a better coach, would I be more excited? Yeah. I, Man, would, you know, yeah. That makes sense. But to say, like, it's over because some coach got his rocks off <laughs> and will not be on the bench <laughs> is asinine. asinine. I'll tell you this, CJ. How about you and your fornicating coach... You take your fornicating coach, give him some players. Calm down just a little bit. I'll take the players on your roster with some crap coach, and we'll see who does it better. Oh, my God. Who was the last... That gets his rocks off. Rocks off. (laughs) Who was the last not good coach to win an NBA championship? (laughs) All right, then. I don't know. Give me some names. I don't know. Those coaches wait, don't do wait, crap, man. It's all who about was, the players. Who was the last not good head coach to win an NBA championship? Well, you can't say Probably that the, because when you win a championship, you become a good coach. Tyron Lue. Like Nick Nurse. See, all right. There you go. See, Tyron Lue. That, that, that's that's a good answer. Tyron Lue. Who's going to coach the Celtics? I don't even know the guy's name. He's it an needs, assistant right now. It needs to be A.C. A, a. Green. You know why? Because he doesn't <laughs> have sex. He's not worried about... He doesn't get his rocks He's off. not worried about getting his rocks off. <laughs> this was more I than a minute. you say that. Rocks off. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. Me neither. Or what just happened. Me, me neither. Well, I would me, like to end let my... Let me explain it to you. Oh, no. The Celtics had a coach. He liked to get his rocks off. <laughs> and now he's not coaching anymore. There you go. I would like to end my one plus five minutes on a good oh, note. Stupid camera. Uh... Taylor Swift reportedly is hosting or will be the uh, Super Bowl halftime performer, according which to I three guess sources. Is, which I guess is good or bad, depending on your opinion. Is that it? Yeah. That's oh, it. you just wanted to bring that to the. Floor. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. There now I fixed it. Um, I don't think they can top this past year's. But. I will say, riding around with the family back in the day, hearing uh, he she wears short shorts, I'm on the bleachers. That was a good <laughs> song. Yeah. But that's about it. That was the vibe. That's all. <laughs> oh, we, we're not saying that either. I thought it was just him. You're she free. was she was him. She was him with the music. You're free to say whatever, but I you know, it's a free space. Be yourself, man. Don't let me tell you what to do. I'm be not, him, Chandler. I'm nobody. I'm not him. <laughs> You're not him. I'm not. I ain't, I ain't him. You're not him, pal. Surely, uh, anything on your free space? I just got a call from one of my camp kids, and uh, they informed me that they will be stopping by to see me on game day tomorrow. Oh, and fun. I haven't seen them in a while, so in a while, I've got two of them that are coming. So I'm pretty excited about it. All right, this has been segment one of Pirate Radio Live. We've gone 40 <laughs> minutes without oh a commercial. <laughs> oh my god! And we haven't really talked about anything. What just happened? Did we just time jump? It is straight three. Yeah. This thing was supposed to go about 15 minutes. I don't know what happened. You kept giving me more things to put on this run. I kind of like blanked out, I guess. I literally like, I, I, yeah, I blacked out having so much fun and so excited. You know what you need? That Aaron Judge watch. I do need that watch. <laughs> Let's take a break, guys. Back to the episode.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. You can take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. And the show is over. I, I, I got. I was gonna say I had a text from Bo Bats. Now I got another one. He's got thoughts on the Celtics situation. Oh, <laughs> we'll save that for when he comes in studio. He did ask earlier in the show: Is Chandler on crack today? Chandler, you're coming. Well, now that you mention it, Bo. Yes, yes, I am. Well, you haven't eaten anything all day. I a, a little mint, a little treat for the the good boy. So uh, Chan like, man, feeling good on a Friday. Like Stephen A. Smith said that one time. The first thing that Phil Jackson did as the president of the Knicks was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> Let's get to our flight by Yingling crack practice report. Flight by Yingling, the next generation of flight beer. Don't just raise a glass, raise the bar. Flight by Yingling, available wherever beer is sold. All right, where to begin today? How about some Donnie Kirkpatrick? Let's see, uh, Shirley. Let's go with cut five. He talks about having a veteran quarterback like Holton Aylers that knows the opponents. He's got AAC play coming up, so some familiar opponents. And he talked about kind of the uh, comfort level having that. It, it is a very, very nice situation. You know, Holton has, has developed into the best right now. Uh, he has it all down. He's driving. The, every team we played so far, I think we've known somebody on their coaching staff. And, and we don't play uh, the team up east for a couple of years, so obviously we had two good friends on that staff. So we talked to each other. We go, what would you have on us? You know, whatever. They ask you, what would you have on us? What would you think? You know, what, how can we trade information? Like That's just a common thing in the business like that. Uh, when we played ODU, we had, we had some people, same, same deal, and, and we talked to them. And then with Campbell, same deal. And everybody has kind of given us that kind of feedback like that too, you know, about about this offensively, you're doing this, this, this is hard to defend, or we had this on you, and you're trying to use that information all the time. All right. Uh, how are Donnie's nerves heading into this game? He was asked, does uh, having Holton and some older guys help you uh, when it comes to feeling more comfortable on game days? Cut six. Well, I'm still pretty sick before the game, you know, before it kicks off a little bit with my, with my stomach, you know, but I'm glad he's there. I'd be a lot sicker probably. Well, I might not show. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I can't promise you I'd show if he if he wasn't coming. You know, he, we tried that once, but uh, I do have confidence, though, in Mason. I don't mean it that way, and Alex and Stubby and the whole bit, but Holton just gives you the ability that, like I say, they came out in a different defense. It did not take him long to find, oh, that's – I just need to do this then. You know, I just need to check to this, you know what I'm saying, like that. So that's kind of nice, make adjustments. And, uh, you know, I think the, the teams that really pressure you, that's where it's even more important because he's able to change the protection. Okay, all right, they're blitzing from here. 
He knows his keys. You know, he studies the tape. As coaches, we study it. We, we find the keys, but we don't play. You know, so that don't do it. That don't do you any good unless they can do it out there. And, and he right now has been unbelievable in these three games. I don't, I don't think anybody's gotten anything that he didn't have it ID'd right or checked the play right. Now, we've still turned some people loose a little bit like that. ODU had some twists in there that got us a little bit. But it wasn't because we weren't in the right thing. It's just we didn't execute. All right, there is Donnie Kirkpatrick, East Carolina offensive coordinator. Uh, let's hear more from head coach Mike Houston. Talked about the lack of penalties for East Carolina this season. That has been a very positive sign through three weeks. This is uh, cut six. Well, that's you know one of our four keys to the um, to the game this week is turnovers and penalties, winning both those battles right there. Because uh, again, against a team like this, you got to try to maximize your possessions. Uh, so if you can steal a couple of possessions, that's great. Uh, you know, make them work for what they get. Don't give them anything with you know penalties, especially post snap and pre snap penalties. All right. Also, Mike Houston uh, talked about something he really doesn't care about: the white uniforms. Uh, cut seven. Well, uh, it's you know it's been something that uh, went on in the off season. You know, the white helmet was part of the, the alternate uniform design. Um, you know, Navy plays at Air Force next weekend. Um, they asked if there was any chance of us uh, flipping and wearing white at home. Uh, our kids really wanted to wear white, uh, so that was the only decision went into it. I don't care. We can go out there and practice uniforms, you know, for all I care. So um, doesn't matter to me. I know the recruits will be excited about it. Um, the kids are excited about it, but it comes down to how you play in those uniforms. ECU going all white. Fans encouraged to wear their white, a white out at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium coming up on Saturday night. Mike Houston also talked about the importance of Military Appreciation Day coming up on Saturday. Cuts well, eight. you know, like I said uh, the other day, I've got you know several friends that are in, in the service uh, or have been in the service. Um, everything we have in this country as far as freedoms and our ability to live the lives we live, we owe it to you know the military personnel that protect us and give us this freedom. So uh, I think it's a great, uh, a great thing to do as far as having a Military Appreciation Day. Um, I'm going to have a, uh, a lieutenant colonel come and speak to the team on Friday night, um, who's an ECU alum, and uh, so that'll be a you know a, a really you know, a great uh, you know great talk there and something I think the kids will really enjoy. Uh, so I just I think it's a very appropriate uh, a very appropriate day to have when we're playing the, the Naval Academy. All right, there is Mike Houston. Also heard from Donnie Kirkpatrick. We'll take a timeout, wrap up hour number one when we return with some Blake Carroll comments as we continue on the Flight by Yingling ECU practice report. More to go. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Need some beer for the weekend? The Jarvis Street Bottle Shop near Christie's Euro Pub is a specialty shop selling craft domestic and import brews along with wine and growlers. The Bottle Shop offers monthly beer and wine tastings featuring rotating North Carolina breweries along 
along with live music and discounts. Stop by Tuesday through Sunday or check out the Jarvis Street Bottle Shop on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Wrapping up hour number one, Tony Dunn, CarolinaCatChronicles.com joining us. I don't think we've talked to Tony about the um, Madden simulations, simulations they do before every game. I believe I saw them streaming uh, Saints and Panthers last night, so we'll ask him how that went. And how is the record, the real record, compared to the Madden record so far? We'll talk fantasy football. We'll make all of our picks. I am giving Tony a major cushion through two. I'm already six games out of first in my my picks. My God. So uh, it's time to uh, turn it on, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Blake Harrell is the defensive coordinator of the Pirates. He is 1-1 one and one against Navy here, as he mentions in this cut, where he talks about how he and the defense has done since he got here at East Carolina against the midshipmen. This is cut six, Shirley. 1-1, one one, you know, you would like to be 2-0 against them. But, uh, you know, I, I think just letting our kids buy in and our players do a really good job of buying into what we're doing. And I think that's – you know, not just Navy. I think that's week to week, and that's a testament to them how hard they're playing and flying around, getting guys the ball and playing playing ball the right way, and just watching those guys grow up. You know, over the years, whether it, you know it's from year one to year three, or whether it's from week to week, we've got guys who go attack it every day, make progress, and as a coach, that's fun to see. And that's they're doing things right the way. So it's a testament to our players. All right, uh, Blake Carroll also talked about somebody uh, new that could help him out with this option attack, a player very familiar with it, and that is ECU linebacker Chance Bates and his experience uh, with the option and facing the option. And uh, Blake Carroll talked about that, cut seven. Yeah, I asked Chance at practice I said, uh, yesterday. I said, hey, Chance, anything you don't feel comfortable with, you go over there everything. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, except that one thing where they in the shot. I said, we don't worry about shotguns. So how about under center? He goes, nah, that's easy. So, yeah, he he's seen it a few times, and uh, you know it's very very similar. I mean, obviously, uh, Coach Coach Bohannon um, at Kennesaw State was with Coach Nehemiah and Coach Johnson at, at Navy, and uh, so it's a very similar tree there. They'll be very much alike. Uh, so Chance will have a good feel for it and feel very comfortable with it. So excited about him. He's he's excited to go play this game. I mean, Coach Newberry and um, linebackers coach over there. They they coached him. And he, he was with them, them for a year. They recruited him, so he's got some ties there as well. So far this season, Chandler Navy has scored a total of 20 points. That's crazy. Seven against Delaware, 13 against Memphis. How many do they score tomorrow? I'm going to say more than seven and more than 13. I'm going to say around 20. Yeah, I could see them scoring 20 to 21 points. Yeah. If you're uh, East Carolina and you you want them to win, well, you need to get into 24. If you want them to cover, Pirates may need to hit around 40 in this game, which I think I, they're very I, capable of. Absolutely. I think this offense can do it the way we distribute the football. Offensive line's done a really good job of protecting Holton, and when Holton has time in the pocket, that, that lets him make great decisions, and we've seen him develop over the years of making good decisions and this def- definitely the best offensive line that he's had. So when this offense is clicking, they'll definitely put up points, and I think that happens tomorrow. All right, Flight by Yingling, practice report, next generation of light beer. Don't just raise a glass, raise the bar. Flight by Yingling, available 
wherever beer is sold and looking forward to being with you two o'clock on saturday on the bud light pregame tailgate we always have a good time here make sure if you're out tailgating uh you got us pulled up on your radios if you're at home you can watch us on youtube or facebook you can pull it up right on your smart tv or roku or if you're watching games tomorrow have us pulled up on your uh your phone or your laptop and uh we'll be along for the ride those six o'clock games have been a lot of fun because we've been able to watch games uh during the pregame show talk about them kind of live those moments uh with you as we watch along so uh gonna be a lot of fun coming up on saturday and after the game u.s sailor fifth quarter calling show coming off one of my all-time favorite fifth quarters it was just such a go ahead and say it it had good vibes it did i had I, I hate to say it but it did well everybody was in a good mood we were laughing we had some good calls and uh very very positive fifth quarter last week after the pirates hammered the camels hopefully we can do the same coming up saturday night when we return oh the vibes are going to get a lot worse cj's team stinks my team stinks and my goodness the panthers they have no win to speak of in 2022 can they get one sunday that changes on sunday chandler thinks they can what does tony think we'll find out when we return we got our week three nfl picks and we'll do it after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Every week in the 4 o'clock hour on Pirate Radio Live, we talk to Tony Dunn from countycatchronicles.com. Some weeks are tougher than others to get through. NFL season, uh, it's a lot of fun because we're making picks. What's not a lot of fun is we have to talk about our favorite teams as well, and that is not going so well. Uh, C.J. Steelers losing last night. Uh, George Pickens, maybe the second greatest catch we've ever seen. Isn't that that terrible? Behind Odell Beckham Jr. Because he didn't score and they didn't win. Yeah. Uh, Tony, any thoughts on that? On the catch? Yeah. I think it was tremendous. I would say more than Odell. I don't know. But you got to take into consideration, Tony. (laughs) You have to think about it. All right. All right, think about it. They didn't win, and it wasn't a touchdown. Like, well, then, so it's the not a it's not a good catch. Is, the greatest catch then is what's the Swan or whatever? Lynn Swan, yeah, Super Bowl. Then that's the greatest catch. All right, there you go. So now we've got uh, Pickens down to number three. If you can think of better catches, please let us know. So is the uh, helmet catch not a good catch because it wasn't? Oh, a touchdown? Super Bowl, yeah. yeah Pickens number four now. Yeah. Man, I mean, we could get out of the top ten if we keep going. <laughs> CJ, um, I think it was Wes Welker's catch uh, 
against the Falcons to keep the drive going that oh. eventually tied the game up. I, that, that was, was Julian Edelman. Edelman. That's it. That's it. Edelman. Yeah. So we got Pickens now at number five. Uh, wow! I can't I, believe you didn't mention this. Antonio Holmes in the Super Bowl. Toe tap. Toe. I need you to see. Number six. I just got a notification from, from Bleacher Report where Darrell Rivas says, Pickens said the best catch ever. Darrell Rivas. I, Who's that guy? I mean, what does he know about Rivas Island catching? I just thought it was funny how we were, we've were we been talking about that for the past hour. Yeah. Uh, we got Pickens at number six right now. Pickens, sixth best catch of all time last night. Uh, another problem, Chandler. They're small factors, but they're factors. Not a touchdown in a loss to the Browns. It wasn't even on television. It was on like some computer. What? That's a good point. Thank you. Odell's catch was national TV, Sunday night football. Everybody, network grandmas are watching it because they can't find the clicker. Like it came on after Matlock, and they just kept it on. Well, you know what? Nobody's going to hear that clip because you're only on the internet, too. That is false, too. <laughs> you're you're trying to make a good point, but you're not because we're on the radio, pal. So your grandma's I hearing this. Worldwide vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not him. You're not him. He's not that guy, pal. Uh, Tony. Mothy. Panther. No. <laughs> Panther. Phony Dunn. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, and two, Tony. Speak on that. Oh, I've been speaking on it now for yeah, and talked weeks. enough about it. Gosh, no, I have not talked about it enough. No, the Carolina Panthers uh. are kind of in a death spiral right now, and you know, I don't, I don't know how to um, talk otherwise about it until they just win. Oh, I that. okay. Two questions: What has gone right through two weeks? What are you? Oh, absolutely nothing. Okay, moving along. What not... has gone wrong? <laughs> <laughs> moving along. Chandler, any positives from the first two weeks? You're a positive guy. You can find something. I mean, I mean Christian McCaffrey's give us healthy. Give some positive vibes. Christian, McCaff- Christian McCaffrey's healthy, and he's still a good football player, and that's about it. Yeah, uh, maybe you can find like the defense improve from week one to week two against the run. Um, what seems weird about the Carolina Panthers this year, this season so far is what we were good at in week one, we were bad at in week two, and what we were bad at in week one, we were better at in week two. So it's like, what... What's the problem? Everything. What's not the problem? Nothing. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> uh, I've mentioned your Madden uh, streams. Yeah. So what's the Panthers' record on Madden so far this year in the simulations? Um, two and one. Wow. Okay. They lost to the. They beat both the Giants and uh, last night the Saints. Okay. Um, wh- what is the uh, Panthers computer team doing that the real team needs to do? <laughs> Who are the stars? Um, How's Baker doing? <laughs> he's actually been great on third down in the games, and that is not the case in, re- in real life. No, it's so. not. Chandler, you are confident about this weekend. Why are you confident that the Panthers can beat a division rival in New Orleans? Uh, well, I think the I think the Saints always struggle when they come to the bank. I think, uh, especially Jameis Winston being in the South. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think historically they're pretty good. We're usually win on the road, and they beat us at home. Well, I know that Jameis Winston struggles when he comes to the bank. <laughs> okay. They did that last year. Way through three picks. Um, Panthers. Now, now I'm starting to think we're going to lose this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But no, I, I just I feel confident we're back home. It's a division game. It, what you're putting into perspective for your matchup with the Eagles, who have looked very good, it's a divisional game. Uh, you're back at home, and I just I, I think Jameis struggled there last year. Um, and I think he's going to struggle again. Uh, I think our defense is really going to step it up and get to Jameis and cause him to throw some interceptions and, and put our offense in better in better positions to score, and I think we're going to take advantage of it, and I think we're going to get a win. Tony uh, Chandler, unlike us, is a former football player. He was on the field. I was a long snapper. Blood, sweat, tears. What do they say about football players? Short memory. Got to have a short memory. Yeah. So Chandler remembers last year. Uh-huh. He remembers Jameis struggling. Uh-huh. He he blocks out the previous four meetings in Charlotte where the Saints dominated the Panthers yeah. and won every game. That's the sign of a good player. What? Don't worry about that. Let's move forward. Can I see what the scores were? Uh, I can read them out if you'd like for me to. Forty-two uh, to ten. <laughs> Forty-two to ten. Thirty-three to seven. Forty-two to ten. What was uh, the twelve to nine? Sounds like a fun one. What was twenty? I was at that game. That was the Monday night game. Mm. And then 31 21 and 17. What are you looking for, Tony? Well, oh, that's the 17 one. Was that where I was at? I was at that game. Uh, before last year, last time. Like week two. Ooh, 34 to 13 and 17. We have not right, had well, a. So I was wrong on yeah. that. Remember they sent the broom to us one time? Uh, Sean Payton was talking junk. Man, it's not been a good relationship with the saints over the last few years one and oh against Jameis. yeah hang your hat on that as a saint as a saint one two and boy he's a saint (laughs) uh tony you do not share the optimism or what do you think i've said this is i'm not going to pick the panthers until they win by the way the saints have not looked great or even good Mm, their offense has struggled in the first half. They had one good quarter where Jameis hit Mike Thomas a couple of times, yeah, and yeah. that's kind of it. Are they running? What's, they played what's a tough Kamara's t- Well, deal? Kamara's out. Yeah. Or he was last week. Oh, so he's out? Why he was last week. <laughs> I don't know. He might be back this week. So, um, If he doesn't play, that's a huge boost. The Saints have Alvin good Kamara defense. Alvin is questionable though. for yeah. Sunday. They have a good defense. Yeah. Jameis has been playing hurt. Um, you know, if Jameis can... Uh, pull it together, you know. I mean, it's kind of that's that's what he is. He's always been like this. Is that he's kind of a streaky player. Um, he has the opportunity though to beat you at times. Um, so, the Carolina Panthers, man, right now they're playing themselves. You know, what I mean, like they, the Saints are trying to beat them, and they've been trying to beat themselves all season. So, until they get out of their own way, it doesn't matter who's playing on the other side of the ball. Is their their biggest enemy? Um. I- I love stuff like this, like when people get fired, lose their jobs, and, and like. <laughs> First of all, think of that say the what it, that saying he just said. I love stuff like this when people get fired, lose their jobs. Wow, makes what? me laugh. <laughs> no, and then like they'll come back. People will come back the next year and say, "Well, we learned that it wasn't Joe Brady's fault, or we, it wasn't it." I saw that. I've, I've seen I've seen tweets like yeah. that this week. So like, yeah, Joe Brady wasn't the problem. And then we see this, though. When things start to go bad, you fire the people under you, the coordinators, position coaches, before it gets to the, the top guy. Yeah, I mean, you got to throw other people overboard or yeah. else you're getting thrown overboard. Yeah, so now I don't even really care to ask you about Matt Rule for the 80th straight week. but Most punchable face 
really? and the NFL. Was this last week? Do you want to talk about what, what has? No, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Actually, okay. So Chandler goes to me. I saw him at uh, AJ's. Was it last night? Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Man, I was thinking about you when you said I'm going back to do this podcast." And he's like, "That must suck." <laughs> I just was uh, your uh, partner on the podcast, Cody Lashney. Yeah came out with had got oh, some oh yeah that oh, was yeah. last friday yeah, right that's right yeah y'all uh, had some some buzz about some that. big news yeah and it's just like uh so one of our friends ran into a former player who is good friends with one of the coaches on the team and they just were talking about the team and there's these i guess all this kind of crazy news that they were reporting in a way or intimating about how the panthers defensive coach is the kind of the mastermind behind the team and that Matt Rule is kind of riding on his, his coattails and that there's like big problems essentially philosophically in the background and players aren't like, like don't like it. Jeremy Chin is upset that they're trying to move him around from safety to Buffalo Nickel or whatever all the time. And does not talk uh, to his defensive coordinator. Yeah, Brian Burns. Um, they have Brian Burns out in coverage 26% of the snaps. Covering Kadarius Tony. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a zone zone play, so he's not supposed to cover him one on one, but he's still lined up across from him, and that's his space to defend. And he's the fastest player on the team. And while Brian Burns is, you know, a fast defensive end, he should be like rushing the passer in these places. Like, it just seems strange. So, like, the one thing we thought over the last three years was that Phil Snow was the best coach on the team. Then the defense was kind of the most improved unit from year to year. And it seems like even that is, um, you know, what, what is it? like a clown car. You know, it's like it's just a clown car of of coaches. And McAdoo's been bad. So I don't know. Like, what do you – when they win, all of a sudden I'll say, hey, uh, it was just two weeks. It just stinks when you're two weeks into the season you're like <laughs> – there he is. That's it. Yep. I saw uh, this with the Panthers. I saw it with a Washington fan this week where they said, we got to address this in the draft. When you're talking about the draft after yes. week two, that is terrible. It stinks. Yeah. It stinks. Uh, and I, I know it's premature. It is yeah. premature. Uh, but I'm just trying to think of the scenario it would take to like turn around my feelings. Yeah. And it would... Only like six straight. <laughs> yeah, like hey, you're trying to get one. Yeah, this is the def. This is definitely the earliest in the season where I have felt hopeless for this football team. Obviously, in the past couple of years, I have felt hopeless by week <laughs> seven, week six. But after week two, after that loss uh, the other day to the Giants, you just picked them to win this week. Uh, I know, but I still feel hopeless. You're about to be uh, on the season. No, itself. you just said you had hope. If they're gonna win, no, no, no. hopeless. They'll win. I, I think they'll win this Sunday, but that but you don't think they're gonna have been hopeless for yeah. many years as well. And it does kind of feel like Cam, the the last time I felt this was when Cam got hurt in week two. So you mentioned uh, former players, and you guys were talking about that on your your podcast, Charlie. Speaking of former players, I sent you a uh, Twitter DM. Could you play that video of a former Panther last night on? Uh, I guess he's on the Amazon Prime. Uh, Steve Smith. Or he I was doing something with NFL numbers. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I believe that the Cleveland Browns are plenty 
I'll are plenty you, fine. I tell you what, one of these boys behind. Back. One of these boys hit me while I ain't in a uniform. They will not be playing tonight. Yeah. Uh, the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. <laughs> tell you that. Are, are, are plenty comfortable with the weather here in this backfield and leaning on Nick Chubb to be Matty. like we're all laughing and joking. He's not joking. He's not joking no, at all. He will beat up a player in uniform. What you doing in there, Clip? <laughs> Steve's. I I miss him. I'm not. You know, I'm not a Panthers he's fan, the but best like junk talker in the history of football. And he's so like small in stature, yeah. and, and everybody's terrified of him. You had to know that. He, yeah, a he ticked off dbs but also terrified him all the but same he time. would also take lick i mean he would get absolutely rocked and he just catch a football and catch a football and hit his helmet <laughs> let you know like i'm good like it probably hurts you more than it hurt me yeah we I mean, need total badass do we have a steve smith in the league right now Ooh. who's a little bad dude that you think could beat up the opposing team i don't know if we got one no i don't think we do i can't even think of one if anybody comes to mind let me know all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make our picks, and we'll talk about Tony's stellar record, which isn't great, but, like, shows you how hard it is to pick these dang games in the NFL. And this is not against the spread. No, this is straight up, and I'm already five games under 500. <laughs> under 500. Jeez. All right, we're back after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The sidebar in Uptown Greenville is open and ready to serve you. The Tex-Mex Fusion Restaurant offers dinner and Sunday brunch from 1030 to 230. Located right next door to the Dickinson Avenue Public House, the sidebar has indoor dining and patio seating for everyone to enjoy. For the latest on reservations, menu items, and more, follow the sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio, here on a Friday Football Friday, Free Beer Friday. How about a case of Bud Light coming your way in hour number three if you're 21 or older and have not won in the month of September? We are entering uh, late September. Time for football teams to get a win if you don't have one yet. It's a good time to do it. Or perhaps go to 2-1 and one on the year if you're the Washington Commanders. Uh, so it's, it's Football Friday, it's Free Beer Friday, and it's Touchdown Friday. Coming up tonight, we just saw Brian Bailey in our studio getting ready for a big night over at Freeboot, a big night of high school football. As uh, the temperatures are cool, we got a little fall weather. It's a little chilly outside. Man. It's a little brisk. Feels good. Feels good. It's a little brisk. Saints and Panthers. Chandler has made his feelings felt today. He thinks the Panthers are going to go in and win on Sunday. I'm going to go ahead and write it down officially. Chandler, you're going with the Panthers? Absolutely. All right. Tony Dunn has made his feelings clear as well. So you're not picking the Panthers. I am not. Now, I did go away with the Panthers last week. Which Did you go away from the Panthers last week, too? No, no. Wow. Uh, that's, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's why I'm not picking them again until they win. I have made a mistake this year. I've made a lot of mistakes. Oh, by the way, Tony's 18-11 and 11 in first place. 
Chandler 17 and 12, CJ 15 and 14. I'm 12 and 17 picking games straight up in the NFL. CJ 12 and 17, not bad. I'm not a you're not a backup. Well, you are backing up the three of us, but yeah. Um, I picked the Panthers week one and two. Mm. I gotta say, in my defense, I've been like a field goal off both games. How's the Saints kicker? Oh, they got um, they got a good kicker, a clutch kicker. What's his name? Is it not Lutz, Lutz? anymore? Yeah, Will Lutz. Will yeah. Lutz. I He's... don't even care. <laughs> God, so I'm taking bad. the Saints. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this. Is uh, what's Jameis going to do? I got him over 215 yards passing, and I took. Um, who's the receiver? Michael Thomas over fifty nine yards. Thomas has had what's helped him is fantasy touchdowns uh, because he has three in two games. So Ooh. something to keep an eye on. Uh, we'll talk fantasy, Tony. I saw you had a question, and once we get to those games, we'll mm-hmm. we'll address that question. I also have a quarterback question. Chandler, CJ, if y'all have any fantasy start sit questions, uh, feel free to bring them to the table during this discussion. Uh, well, here we go. Is this a good game, Tony? Lions at Vikings? I think so. I think it is too. The Lions, I mean, they're getting down there and bite your kneecaps off. They're I mean, biting kneecaps. They're uh, getting drunk and falling out of their chairs. One butt cheek. What was it? We're going to play with one. I don't know. Um,. This is my fantasy one of my fantasy questions. Uh, Jared Goff at Minnesota or Tom Brady hosting the Packers? Wait, I thought your question was Tua or Brady. Um, well, that's another the same. Actually, that's another league. Oh, okay. I got that one too. Um, I think the Lions put up points against the Vikings. Yeah, me too. They might be chasing points, which would uh, which Jared Goff was doing Week One against Philly and put up some numbers. Last week, it was the opposite. Golf was putting up numbers. They were just just dominating. And then, man, every time Washington, they pulled within one possession twice after getting down 22 to nothing. Lions went right down the field and scored. Um, What did you think of Wentz's play last week? Like, so in some ways, it was terrible. In other ways, he's, like, kept you in the game. That's what he's done the first two games, and that's what he's going to do every week, I believe. Uh, I love... Man, it's... We're down 22 to nothing and no first downs. It's about the lowest you can get in life. But I like Washington's weapons and offense. I got a wins question later. We'll save that for later. Let's talk about golf. Uh, golf. He's or, feeling it right now. They're playing Brady. Well. See, the pro, uh, the Bucks offense. So Mike, uh, it's too hurt. Mike Evans is out. Is Godwin playing? No. No. They don't have anybody. Julio's not playing. I don't think Julio's playing either. Um, let's go golf. I'm going, yeah. Wow. That's what I've already done. Well, I don't know. I He's mean, had 275 each week and two touchdowns. Are we sitting Brady for golf? Chandler doesn't struggle. Struggle last week early in the you game. You don't want to either? I just don't like saying sit Brady. I, I get it. Like, I get the... He hasn't been good this yeah, year. Yeah, I get the counter argument. It's you just also probably boring. don't like saying start Jared Golf. Correct. So it's two things you don't <laughs> like to yeah. do. So can we go back to Jackson's question with Justin Fields versus Brady? No, you don't start Justin Fields. He's completed He's like hurt. Oh, I'm th- sorry, I'm thinking Justin Herbert. Justin Fields has completed like eleven passes this year. And yeah, he's got a rushing touchdown. 
You don't start Justin Fields. You don't even roster him. Cut him. What are you doing? Yeah. Wow. All right, Jackson. Can you answer this question? Why are we talking about answer this one first? I'm saying play Brady. All right. I can't you. I can't say start. Lions and Vikings. I'll take Minnesota off a loss. Hmm. I'm taking the Lions on the road. All right. Lions are going to fight in every single game this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to scratch and claw for a win every uh, every sing- single. Much season. like the lion in the jungle, Chandler. Yes, but not this Sunday. But they're, they're the lion on the field. I say Vikings ba- bounce back. All right, CJ. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm also taking the Saints. I don't know if you asked me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we skipped you there. Well, start us off with this one, CJ. Ravens and Patriots. Uh, I think Ravens big. I think the only reason the Patriots got a win last week is because the Steelers stink. They do. I was upset. I had the Pats minus three. They won by three. Felt like they should have won by more. Steelers stink. Patriots stink. What are they, one and one, the Pats? Ravens do not stink. I will take Baltimore, Tony. Ravens, man, uh, Lamar's looked dialed in. He's been so good. And and if Miami just wouldn't have pulled off this crazy comeback, I mean, that's not on on him entirely. Well, I mean, he had like a 70-yard run, rushing touchdown. He's been slinging it all around. I like Lamar here. Ravens on the road. And Chandler. Uh, Give me the Ravens. We have come to the point in our football watching lives where we think about sitting Tom Brady for Jared Goff and we all pick Belichick to lose at home. Yeah. That's where we are right now. 2022. It is a brave new world. uh, This week, Tony, you've got uh, matchups that are... You got a lot of road favorites, like in division games, tough games. You've also got a lot of bad versus bad. This is a good dad game. Good dad game. <laughs> what is a good dad game? That's when you spend time with your family. Instead of just watching you, football all day. You go uh, pumpkin shopping, yep. perhaps. Well, mm-hmm. Check out the yeah. pumpkins. It's that time of year. What are those things? Maybe gourd? A gourd? Go, go, Something go, that I have? Go, a gourd? Go, go, go get you a gourd? You got a huge gourd. You got a big gourd? Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Texans at Bears. Texans have been a frisky little thing these first two weeks. Tying with the Colts. The Broncos suck. How do you suck? Gosh, it's another road team for me. I think I'm picking the Texans. Mm. <laughs> Stinks. Mm. I'm going with Lovey and the boys on the road. Oh, Lovey Smith revenge game. Ooh, good point. Love it. Great point. Lovey it. Chandler <laughs> is going with the Texans. <laughs> CJ. Call up um, Troy and say, see what he thinks. Oh, God. I, uh, I'll take the Bears, and this is where I want to bring up one of my – actually, I think it's my only fantasy right. question. Um, I need a flex spot starter, and I've got two guys in this game. One of mm. them is David Montgomery. The other guy is Brandon Cooks. The third guy is T. Higgins. PPR or – PPR. Uh, well, you're starting Higgins if he's healthy, right? I'm, is he – Fully held. I I don't think I watched much of the Bengals Cowboys yeah, last he, week. Did he look good last week? I saw him make some catches last week. I'll pull up his numbers, but um, the Bengals also didn't look good. David yeah. Montgomery. And I remember saying this uh, ECU NC State game. I was surprised ECU was able to throw the ball when they couldn't run the ball. Uh, the Bears have the opposite going, where they complete like six passes, but David Montgomery has over 100 yards rushing. They're still able to run the ball, even though they know that Fields can't hurt him in the passing game. Can they do that this week against Houston? Probably. I mean, I don't think they have a really good defense. So, Well, I mean, they're just going to feed the back. You yep. know, it's one of those things. Is like Nick Chubb, uh, who, is the, who is fantastic, probably the best back in the league at this moment. They, he's had like 35 carries a game or something. I mean, it's like it's crazy. He's like, or, 
where they've been running the ball 35 times. The Browns, the, uh, and he had uh, like 26 carries or something. Another reason not to start Brady. Leonard Fournette has 45 carries through two leagues, second most in the league. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so you got these teams that are going to grind it out. But By the way. bad offensive line, you got to run. And can I push back on one thing real quick? Can I mention something real quick? Yeah. T. Higgins, six for 71 and a touchdown. If he's healthy, he's your starter out of this group. I would say Montgomery over Cooks, though. All right, Tony, what are you pushing back on? That we couldn't run the ball against NC State. I don't think we tried enough. And, man, watching this running game, uh, this rushing attack from the Pirates over the last two weeks. Well, I remember talking about. Did you want to see them run? into a brick wall five more times i don't know if like how many how many times did they i know we talked about keaton mitchell not having enough touches that yeah. game he's been so electric man i just i feel like this is i, I almost felt like we were scared to try to run against him but uh, keaton 10 for 36 rajay 12 for 23 so they still had yeah they okay they did rush the ball not a lot but yeah and that is more than i remember um i will take God, what a terrible game. I kind of I want to take the Texans. I'll take the Texans. Why am I taking the Texans? I've taken all road teams so far. And you're about to take another one, Chiefs and Colts. I am. <laughs> Here was another fantasy question. I had, uh, well, it's not as much of um I picked up the Chiefs defense um, to go against the Colts, and I could have gone. The other option I was thinking about was Giants hosting the Cowboys. Their defense. I think the yeah. Colts are really bad. Yeah. I mean, I, how yeah. are they this bad? I don't know. If you get if you get shut out by the Jaguars, I mean. Are we in for a big Taylor game, though? Like uh, He even had a big game last. Well, I mean, he's been good so far this season, in yeah, a way. But, you know, he hasn't. I was about to look up his numbers. Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Who looks old and moldy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to take the Colts here. So I'm not. I guess I will take the uh, the Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs too. CJ, Chiefs. Wow, and they've been actually the Chiefs have been electric too. They have. So like it's not even just the, us talking about the Colts being bad. Let's talk about how good the Chiefs have been. And Mahomes has just been sensational. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, let's see. Maddie had a big second half against Houston, 352 yards, they touchdown were, interception. Yeah, they were dead in the water. It seemed and all of a sudden you turned you turned the game back on, and they had tied. Didn't it go like that uh, the first week? Yeah. That was Houston, and then they... Oh, he didn't do anything in the Jags game. Last week, 195 passing yards, three interceptions. Mm. (laughs) All right. Eagles at Commanders. I enjoy watching people get fired, and Mm -hmm. I just watch Matt Ryan play football. Brings me joy. (laughs) Commanders bring me a lot of joy on Sundays. Is that that right? That is wrong. Eagles at Commanders. I'm taking the Eagles. Eagles 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 looked so good the other night on Monday night. Um, Hurts is doing just a little, just a little bit about everything, passing the ball, running the ball. Two things: flexing I'm going in the end zone. I'm going Eagles on the road. Uh, talking junk on Twitter after the games. That's a good one. What the greats do? Uh, CJ, I think uh, Eagles take this one pretty handily. I'm sorry, Clip. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles. I've been right about the Eagles so far. They're good. I think Jalen Hurts has taken that next step. He's been, yeah, being a he's star. been very good. I mean, and throwing the other night, man. His, yeah, I mean, his scary. passing has, has improved so much. <clears throat> the other thing is, I, I told y'all that secondary for the Eagles is good. And they just added more players. They just added James Bradbury. So they have like three corners on that team that can play. Slay, and, and they, yeah, they uh, shut down 
basically Justin Jefferson and what, what's the other guy? Adam Thielen. Yeah, yeah. Osborne, Irv Smith dropped Man. one. And that was a complete win. It wasn't just a uh, offensive Jalen Hurts thing. It was defense, offense, special, and special teams, too. They got a bunch of I th- well, maybe that was the Bills game where they muffed the punt. Thanks to the Eagles for shutting down Justin Jefferson. What'd y'all think because about? Because I was able to, thanks to Stephon Diggs, I was able to bounce back, come back from a huge deficit. You can ask Clip Brock. I was down in the dumps. I know you were. Fantasy. You actually said you had no chance of winning, because and I won. I said he had no chance, and uh, he did because Justin Jefferson it, didn't do anything. He didn't do jack squat. What was that, CJ? <laughs> Uh, sorry, we were talking about fired people, right? Wait, what? Is, but did you say something? Yeah, I said no chance in hell. Uh. All right, what are you talking about? No chance in hell. Vince McMahon firing yeah. people? Oh, okay, I, I missed something. Uh, I thought you said no one cares because nobody cares about other people's fans. Oh, teams. no, I didn't. So I thought that's what you what said. What did y'all think about the two games at the same time on mm. Monday night? It was Monday night football, yeah. I, I like... I like having options. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Now, if they were better games, it would have been cool. The only thing that I didn't like is, or I found confusing is they put the score of the game on the bottom, and then they put the other score of the other game in the top left corner, and I would always be looking at the top left corner and be like, this is the teams that are playing right now. Uh, I didn't hate it. It's all no, right. It's I, like, I like having that, too. Carson Wentz. Versus the Eagles or Joe Burrow at the Jets? Who are you starting? Carson Wentz against the Eagles or Joe Burrow against who? Jets. I'll take Burrow. Yeah, I want Burrow. They're going to be fine. Y'all know? Y'all want to hear Carson Wentz's numbers this year? No. Let's go for it. CJ said no, so we won't. Thank right. you. Bills at <laughs> Dolphins. I love this game. I love the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I, you know how much I like the Dolphins. But they are a tad fraudulent in their 2-0 record. I am starting to uh, over Brady right now. You can't. I feel like this is a big... I mean, it's a huge game for them in terms of... A little bit for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like... Are they the new kid on the block in the East? Like the Bills run the East right now? And what if, what if the East becomes like a powerhouse all of a sudden? I would love to see the Dolphins win this game. I'm excited for this game. I think Buffalo beats them by two touchdowns. I was going to wow. say, what happens if Buffalo just runs through yeah. the Dolphins, who we think to be a pretty good team? I this think year? that's going to happen. Yeah. If, if you're the Dolphins, how do you feel going through the past 20 years of Tom Brady and now you've got 15 oh, more years of Josh Allen coming? Okay. Well, Does it end? No, I think no more so. I think more so. You're thinking that if you're a Jets fan, not a Dolphins fan. That's true. Like, least, right, like currently. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're a Dolphins yeah. fan, you've got hope. Yeah. If you're a Jets fan, you're saying now we got Belichick still there. Uh, Josh Allen's going to be there forever, and now look at this freaking ensemble the Dolphins have the put together. The fastest team in the league. Yeah. What's the line on this game? Uh, Bills by. I told you to take bill, the I'm Bills. I'm going to say four. Five or six. Oh, then I'm taking the Bills. Anytime you get single digits against the Bills, take it. Take it to the limit. And uh, uh, Tony's taking the Bills. CJ? I will take the Bills. Chandler? What are are you taking? Uh, Bills. I'm going to go Dolphins. All right. This hurt my heart to say this on the podcast the other night, but I think Josh Allen is playing, is right now playing better than Cam Newton ever did. That hurt me to say on the podcast. Yeah, I agree. Like the like this is he's like 
Cam's MVP season right now, but just like dialed in and throwing just dimes everywhere. I mean, he's throwing window into these tight windows. Cam did that. Did and I Cam, would say did Cam been, ever have a receiver like Stephon Diggs? No, 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 no. I just feel like Josh Allen right now is hitting next level play. Oh, he's he's killing it. Right La, Lamar him. Lamar Jackson's playing better than Cam ever did. No, I from a passing standpoint, nah. From a living standpoint, no. Yeah, actually, Lamar is really cool though. He's like, cool. He's like he does. The, he's great in the press conferences. Shirley, take us to break. I have a uh, fantasy question coming up when we come back. We can't wait for that, but we'll it, have to. I'm sure it'll be stupid. Lamar Jackson right now has 531 passing yards, six touchdowns, one interception through the air, plus what he's done on the ground. Pretty good. Not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad. Take a time out. Make more of our selections with Tony Dunn. C3 Podcast back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. ECU football alum Dakota Marshall is the owner of First and Goal Hauling. He has a full fleet of dump trucks and they can haul anything, dirt, asphalt, and stone. First and Goal Hauling, where it's a touchdown every time. Follow First and Goal Hauling on Facebook today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Friday. Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, Chandler Honeycutt. Happy birthday, Eve, to Chandler. Tony Dunn here. Tony, would you like to um, address uh, Kenny Curling's comment on Facebook Live? He said, Cam sucked. God. Mm. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Cam sucked. Yeah. I oh, mean, sucks being MVP. Sucks. Uh Chandler. Bengals at Jets. <sighs> I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm tired of picking the Bengals. Did the Bengals weren't they supposed to like improve their offensive line? They did. Well, let me tell you something. They didn't. They have not. <laughs> it is terrible. I told you. Which hadn't happened yet and probably won't. But I told you the Bengals wouldn't make the playoffs this year. Um, I saw some regression. So, and Jets coming off a crazy win last week over the Browns. Coming back from 13 points with literally a minute and a half. What a Cleveland Brown thing to do. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm going Bengals on the road. (laughs) I'm Uh, taking the Bengals. I'm so tired of taking the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. Can't stop myself. Tony. Bengals. Uh, This this is what brought up my, my question. I asked you guys off the air. Uh, but Elijah Moore or Tyler Lockett, I think over uh, during the break we have uh, finalized that I will go with Lockett. After much deliberation and after Tony and I both starting with Moore and then... The only other thing about or to think about with this, and this is just flip-flop for fantasy football, is that there's a good chance the Jets are playing from behind a lot in this game. And True. Then they're throwing the ball a lot. While Seattle... 
You know, I was so mad on my prize picks last week. I had Gino under 30 completion, under 29 and a half completion. He got 30. Hmm. Wow. Not completions, attempts. It was attempts. Oh, yeah. You're it loving the stuff. completions and attempts prop, aren't you? It's a good one. But on the Falcons. I got Chubb last night with a touchdown, though. Couldn't you, if one of these games is like a wild one back and forth, isn't it more likely to be Falcons, Seahawks, and Bengals? I don't know. Maybe they both could. I just, yeah, I mean, because Flacco, I mean, well, I mean, but it's, but, you're gonna say Flacco can't really just slang it, but neither can Gino. Yeah. Mm. Uh CJ. Are these good dad games? Yeah, no. Nah. I will go Bengals with minimal confidence. All right. They're gonna get it right. CJ. I did call it for the other their receiver though. Jamar Chase. Raiders. Raiders, at, Raiders of Titans. There you go. Titans. Uh Chad Moore, close your ears. They stink. Mm. The Titans stink. Mm. Not good. Tough start. You know the Raiders aren't very good either. Who are you picking? I'm guessing not the Titans. The Raiders. All right. Well, they stink too. They do. They do not stink. I think I'm going to smell them. (laughs) Put your nose up to the Raiders and smell them, and tell me what you smell. Clips feet. I smell (laughs) panning. Tony. I'm going with this is like my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth consecutive road victor. The this, Raiders. There's no way this can happen. I you mean, said, I think before we even came on the air, that I said I'm picking 80%. Of, yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess we'll like, see. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders too, Chandler. <clears throat> Who is this next? I can't. <laughs> this next one. Titans get their first win. All right. Chandler, Jaguars at Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert out. I believe Chase Daniel was the quarterback for the Chargers. Still insulted by CW. Uh, give me the Jets. <laughs> who is the Chargers qu- defense is going to Who save is the, day. the backup quarterback? I believe Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, who's yeah. been in the league for about oh, 15 years. Oh, the $62 million Old man. Mizzou guy. Oh, uh, boy. I'll take the Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers. I think their defense. Uh, you got Khalil Mack on one side, Bosa on the other. They're going to give Lawrence fits all day. Chargers. Big opportunity for the, the uh, Jags though. If they do win this game, we'll start to take them a cool. little serious. Yeah. At yeah. two and one, I'm going to take the Chargers though. All right, this is my first home game and the worst home field advantage. <laughs> uh, CJ, I'll take the Chargers too, if for nothing else, so that I don't lose a point to you guys. Did you hear that uh, the doctor? Remember the doctor that punctured Tyrod? T- Same doctor. He's still there. He's still there. And and Herbert's got a rib injury. Yeah, that's how Herbert got his first start. Yeah, somebody said the reason that he's there is like still there is Justin's like thanks, thanks for doing that. Get me in sooner yeah. than later. And now he's gonna like break Chase Daniels' arm, so Herbert can play. Yeah, Herbert, man, what a start to his career yeah it's been incredible stud just think if you drafted uh chase young over him yeah <laughs> remember that i remember that just think if this if you wanted justin herbert and he went right before you in the draft and then you got Derek brown mm. chase young could still be great i'm not going to hate He's it hurt bro uh thanks he tony thanks for the news stay hurt Thanks for the breaking news. Well, if anything, Christian Week, uh, uh, Curtis Samuel tells you, hey, you might be invisible and then all of a sudden be Miracles visible. Happen. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at Seahawks. I'm picking the Falcons. 
Tony on the road loves a road team i'm taking the seahawks at home the falcons have been better than they should be so which is not good last week we had the jets miracle comeback the cardinals miracle comeback the dolphins miracle comeback mm-hmm. that was another team that came up just short and that was the falcons on the road at was it a san francisco no it was a west coast team uh and they just came up short in their attempt uh so who are you taking here chandler battle of the birds the rams it was the rams thank you yep battle of the birds back-to-back west coast trips for the falcons probably Hmm. just stayed there seahawks have stayed on the west coast hmm with San Fran last week, they come back home and they take a win away from the Falcons. Give me the Seahawks. All right, and CJ. I will take the Seahawks. We go Rams at Cardinals. Is this a trap game? Tony, we used to play, uh, we used to have something called trap game or crap game. <laughs> uh, I think this is way more trap than crap because I think. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Well, it could be. Mm, I'll, I'll take the Rams. I'm not falling for it. Give me the Rams. Way teams all the way. I'm taking Rams, but I'm still not sold on them. No, I'm not. And they don't. And it's they're not really good early in the season. It seems like nope. And then on top of that, the Cardinals. Maybe did we prematurely write them off? But then no, because nah. it took a miracle for them. How about that? How is there game? not a flag on that Kyler Murray play? Was just running on. Like, like, there had there's to be not a single hold. There had to be there. eight defensive holds in the end zone, seven on the O line. But I like they just let him play. What did they say he ran on that play? It was like probably around 40, 50 yards. It was like a hundred and forty yeah. yards, man. It was crazy. Uh he got Chandler. One of my favorite uh fantasy players this year so far, Daryl Henderson. Have a big day for me, big big guy. Give me the Rams. I thought you were going to call him Big Baby. Big Baby Tony, I'm struggling with this one, so give me some direction. Packers at Bucks. You're not going to like this. I'm taking Packers on the road. I don't believe in the Bucks. What do I care? You say give me some direction. One, like you think that this game is hard to pick. One, because you asked it like that. Are you acting like it's easy to pick? No. No. I said that's why you're not going to like Actually, I'm not going to like this. <laughs> the road team again. I've, I don't believe in the Bucks right now. Tony's gonna have a horrible record. This they're on week, their picking all these third. They're on their third string right tackle. Hmm. They don't have Mike Evans. They don't have a single receiver that they have. West uh, West Welker. Wes Welker. No. <laughs> who's the little You're guy? right. I'm not going to like this. Who's the guy that they signed from Buffalo? Steve Largent. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Fred Bolitnikoff. Wes Welker. <laughs> I didn't know they signed Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Get with the program. He'll probably have eight catches this week. Yep. You're taking the Packers. I am. CJ. I was hoping you wouldn't say me next because I was going to take the Bucks and I started getting swayed. whatever Tony just said made yeah. you take the Packers. Look, I got to have an open mind, this, right? Uh, yeah. The the. The whoever the Bucks didn't put up any points in the first half against the Saints. The Saints defense is all right, but the Saints offense didn't do anything in that game. Bucks you offense didn't do much week one against the Cowboys. Either. Yeah, all right, Italian. Packers. It is. Packers offense didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Chandler. Mm. We're doing way too much Brady Buck bashing. I get it. I get why, but I'm taking the Bucks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you on the Bucks. I saw a tweet. You know how a sunk. His face is so sunk in right now. Yeah. Somebody said Tom Brady looks like someone tried to draw Kevin Bacon from memory. <laughs> I was. Just, that's funny because I was thinking of Kevin Bacon specifically. I think from uh, Stir of Echoes. You remember that movie, Tony? That was a good movie. Uh, but I, 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 was, I thought that was a funny one. And like he's like sickly, and his face starts uh, getting skinny and stuff. Yeah. Well. They say Kyler Murray ran 85 yards on that play. Wow. Um. Yeah. Tom Brady looks weird. I'll take the books. I like this Sunday night game. I, I want to see the Broncos wake up. I'm going. Bra- I'm going Broncos. Wake up. I think they wake up on Sunday night. I'll take the Broncos, but I don't love it. Tony, take the road team. You got to. You got it. You got it. You got to finish it. <laughs> finish it. <laughs> All uh, the way team. That's crazy. CJ, Niners at Broncos. I'm taking the road team as well. All right. And Tony. Not in this one. Really? I'm taking the Giants at home. Huh. So I have two home games, two home teams this week. Do you believe in the Giants? I believe, no, but I don't believe in the Cowboys. That's for sure. The Cowboys are not good. I believe the Giants can be three and zero, and I still won't really believe in them. I, yeah, I agree you with know that. What I'm saying? They're playing with house money. You know, it's kind of a fun story right now. There's something. Go look at the Giants' schedule real quick. Yeah. Is that they could be six and zero. They play like some they, bad teams. Yeah, because I think they play the AFC South. Yep. So uh, coming up after this, Bears at home at Green Bay's tough. Yeah. Okay, so well, Ravens is tough, but then they got Jags, Seahawks, Texans, Lions, Cowboys, Commanders. Uh, you could reel off some wins yeah. there. Um, here's what I, I'm going to take: the Cowboys two and zero with Cooper Rush, and let's get that quarterback controversy going. Give me the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys and their defense looked really good last week against a very terrible offensive line in Cincinnati. I think they step up again. Uh, Kenny, you're going to like this. Give me the Cowboys. Micah Parsons looks tremendous. CJ. Scary. Give me the Giants. How, what did you think of the Giants' defense last week, guys? <laughs> um, not a single, like, not one player dominated. They all just kind of contributed, and that was no Thibodeau. Um, oh, I guess Dexter, is it Dexter Lawrence? Dexter Lawrence. He's, uh, people have been. From Clemson. Yeah, he's been playing very well for the Giants. I think Thibodeau comes back this week, too. Is he still out from the preseason? Yeah. Yes. The block? Yeah. All right. Picks are in. that Randy Moss's kid, I think, did that. Thaddeus, oh, yeah. Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus. Uh, Tony, where can people hear you talk uh, more? You can hear us talk um, a long time about the Carolina Panthers and their suffering uh, tonight, Friday Free For All, where fans can come on the show. They run the conversation. But we also have our biggest show of the week now is the post game because we're in the season. Tuesday nights live, Wednesday beat check, Thursday Madden simulation. We're out there, we're we you know we're grinding. You, you all right, Urban Meyer? Uh, but you used to you guys only used to do two shows a week, your Tuesday night show and then the post game show. It seems like you're pushing out content just about every single day. We've been now. growing tremendously. It seems Thank like you. you're you're on more nights now. And my wife would say, yeah, it seems like every night. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Talk about that. Uh, right, well, you know what you could do is you could come into Pirate Radio and smash the thumbs up button, subscribe, 
and uh, go over to the C3 Panthers podcast and do the same. Do the, do the same, same thing. Hit the little bell notification. I like am a on the thumbs up button. I am a subscriber to the pod. I am a subscriber. It drops into my feed. And I know that because I get a notification on YouTube and it's usually C3 Panther podcast. Real quick, everybody. Mark says Christian Kirk or Adam Thielen. Christian Kirk he's, uh, has he's been, been paid he, like a number one and, and he has played, played like, like a number he one. Is yep. Earning that $81 million. Give me Christian Kirk. Yep. Uh, Zach says, is Mayfield worse than Darnold? No. no. Yes. <laughs> yes, no. Well, Sorry, yeah, no. I just wanted to Yeah, no. You guys. Yeah, no. He's yeah. not yeah. worse than Darnold, but he hasn't played better than Darnold. Well, I've seen worse quarterbacks. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Morgan Aylers joins us as we kick off Hour 3 Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is a family-run dealership that creates a family-like atmosphere for their customers. And they have one of the biggest used car inventories in Eastern North Carolina. You can shop online today at East Carolina Chrysler Dodge.com. East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Josh is making it a familiar night. Josh Brinkley asked for a recommendation. I always go with the not always, but my go-to, build your own pasta and either linguine, fettuccine, Alfredo, shrimp, sausage. That is my go-to. They have fantastic pizza. The Supreme is great. Buffalo chicken is great. Um, the all meat is great. Uh, and then, I mean, look, lasagna, spaghetti, it's really up to you, but uh, if I had to make one recommendation. I love the uh they have great Alfredo there. So go with sausage. the sausage. Go with the Alfredo on some noodles with some meat. What do you uh what do you recommend? The only thing I've had there is their pizza. And their pizza is fantastic. Uh if you're a buffalo chicken guy, you definitely gotta try out the buffalo chicken pizza. Recently I tried the Supreme, uh, a little bit of everything on the pizza. Uh, and it was delicious. So, and if you're feeling uh, kind of frisky, get both. All right. There are the recommendations. Uh, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to Morgan Aylers, the voice of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. He joins us today. Hello, Morgan. Good afternoon, Cliff Brock and supporting cast and people to keep him straight and on the air yes sir and morgan aylers will be on the air coming up six o'clock high school huddle morgan another beautiful night in eastern north carolina for some high school football man it is you got last night you got that touch of fall a little bit and tonight is supposed to be in the 40s 
beautiful outside right now, kind of breezy. It is football weather. This is football weather. Yes, sir. And uh, an hour of previews coming up at 6 o'clock. D.H. Conley back in action tonight. We'll have that for you 7 o'clock right here on Pirate Radio. We've got East Carolina Navy coming up tomorrow at 6. Morgan, and uh, we're with you 2 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Morgan Aylers has witnessed several Navy ECU games from high atop Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. He has never seen East Carolina beat Navy here at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. How does that change tomorrow, Morgan? Uh, I think it changes because we're a much deeper team than we've been since probably the early rough days. Uh, I think we're better schematically defensively uh, than we've been in in quite a while. And I think that you're going to see a a bunch of guys that that do not want to let this one get away. Not that the other team's didn't obviously won last year up at Navy on that last second field goal, but um, you know I think you got a you got a bunch of players that are on a mission this year to to put East Carolina back on the map, and I think you know I think they really are they really are taking it one game at a time, and they're not going to take anybody for granted, regardless of what Navy's record is, and uh, you know supposedly they're having a down season. Well, guess what? They're still Navy. They still got. Very good football players, very intelligent football players that know how to play the game. They've had two weeks to prepare, but that being said, I think East Carolina is going to be very, really dialed in tomorrow, and hopefully they come out of there with a decisive win. Have had some great crowds here in September. Morgan hoping for another one. Should be another one tomorrow. We had Justin Bear from Marketing on yesterday, and he said uh, we'll have some parachuters before the game. That's going to be really cool coming up at 542 I believe he said, and then had a flyover scheduled earlier, had some issues with that, now trying to get another one in. So uh, who knows, a lot of cool stuff going on in conjunction with the Military Appreciation Day tomorrow. I think East Carolina does a really good job and has for many years with the Military Appreciation Day, really reaching out to the military bases for those who serve our country, and whether it's Camp Lejeune or Cherry Point or even, you know, down in the Fayetteville area and the Coast Guard stations, they bring in a lot of players, a lot of people, rather, excuse me, not players, but people uh, and military families that they get to enjoy the game that might not otherwise. And I think that's a really special thing for Eastern North Carolina and for East Carolina. And uh, with playing Navy and, you know, one of the cool things, and, and regardless if they win or lose, uh, at the end of the game, Navy goes over and, and they hear their, the band plays the fight song. And I think that's really cool, the Navy alma mater. And uh, that's one of the cool traditions in sports. And just like the Army-Navy game at the end of the year, regardless of, of who wins the game, both teams respect each other and, and you know respect the, the traditions of that. And it's, it's really a cool deal. And looking forward to Navy coming in tomorrow. ECU will be uh, wearing white uniforms, white helmets. It's a white out at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. And speaking of uniforms, Morgan, uh, you'll be once again voice of Minji's Coliseum this year. Mike Schwartz getting ready for year number one. And uh, some pirate unis were unveiled today on social media. And the old pirate script is back and uh, had some good looks in that white, gold, and purple. Also a black uniform that says East Carolina. But did you see those, Morgan? And uh, if so, what you what you think of the pirate script on the basketball jersey? I did see those. I thought it was really cool. I always liked the pirate script. I thought it was, you know, I know why they went away from it. It's, you know, you, you can't 
from a marketing standpoint, you can't keep trying to sell the same thing over and over and over again with the new logos and new looks. But that's one that's one logo that I always liked, and I'm glad they brought it back. I think it looks good on uniforms, especially the basketball uniforms. And uh, I'm excited about what 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 Coach Schwartz is doing over there and what's going to be happening this fall. And exciting to be back over in Ninjis a little bit later on when they kick off their season in November and. the schedule came out early this week. Looks like a great home schedule. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I think people are going to be excited when they see that team hit the court. Morgan Ayler's joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line as he will be uh, high atop Dottie Ficklin Stadium on Saturday. And once again, high school huddle coming up at 6. Morgan, uh, what area games are you looking at focusing on uh, this Friday? Well, there's some uh, really good area matchups. You've got South Central going at J.H. Rose tonight. We're going to be previewing that matchup. Uh, that's always going to be a, a, a fun night, whether it's in the stands or on the field. And J.H. Rose has uh, got a really special team this year. They're, they're playing really good football right now, knocking off Jacksonville last week. Uh, South Central fell to Northside, so they're trying to get back on the winning track. And then you've got Aiden Griffin going to Farmville Central, which one of the older rivalries uh, in high school football around in these parts, and uh, two great communities set to do battle. So that'll be a good game tonight. Washington's at West Craven, North Pitt. They're playing uh, North Johnson, and then uh, D.H. Conley's at home in our Pirate Radio game of the week. They're going to be taking on Northside Jacksonville. Coach Nate Connor's team was off last week, so they've had two weeks to prepare before they kick off in the Big Carolina Conference, and uh, that should be a good matchup. So got a lot of fun games to watch and. Uh, always, you know, try to get you ready to go before our Pirate Radio game of the week at seven, and hopefully you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun to, to do, and uh, Shirley does a great job keeping me straight and keeping me on the tracks and going in the right direction. And that's coming up six o'clock, high school huddle right here on Pirate Radio. Morgan, thanks for joining us today, man. Have a uh, great showing tomorrow with your PA duties at Daddy Ficklin Stadium, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great weekend and go Pirates. Thank you, sir. Morgan Aylers joining us. Pitt Electric Live Line. Pitt Electric is hiring. If you want to join their team, you can do so. Go to pittelectric.com. They have been your trusted electrical partners since 1981 and Eastern North Carolina's premier electrical contractor for all of those years. Uh, I tell you what, I think we need to give away some beer here. Get somebody fired up. Get somebody as excited as Chandler. Heading into the weekend. Shirley Rhodes, let's open up that booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. We got a case of Bud Light. Mm. And it can be yours. What a great gift to have during this football season. Crack open a Bud Light. Enjoy some football. Shirley, what color are you looking for? 12, 317-1250, 317-1250, caller number 12 is a winner. We're back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. And uh, Tiebreakers is in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. And congratulations to Chip Wall of Farmville. Picked up uh, our is our big uh, Free Beer Friday winner, by the way. And uh, he walks away with a big old thing of Bud Light. Now back to you, Cliff. All in all, it's just uh, another chip in the wall. All in all, it's just a well, well done, sir. Chip in the watch. Uh, hey, teacher, let us get along. You going to tiebreaker Sunday? Me? Uh, you know he? Hugh Jackson? Uh, no, do you know Hugh? Hugh Douglas. No, you're close. Hugh, damn right I am. Ah, that old spin of a yarn uh let's go back out to the pit electric live line and get you ready for your football weekend with brian north wcti 12 the blitz coming up tonight after all the area high school action north how you doing on this friday doing okay recharged ready to go a little uh power nap today to hopefully get through tonight and tomorrow because i'll be back for the pirates uh checking out their game with nate East Carolina, 2-1, and one, and uh, I think the consensus, Brian, before the season started was, look, four home games to start. 4-0 yeah. and oh would be awesome. You finish 3-1, and one, you still got a lot of goals in front of you, including that would mean you're undefeated in conference play and uh, on track for a really good season, and that's right there in front of them if they can take care of the struggling Navy midshipmen. One of the storylines going into this one, Brian, is an early buy for navy i guess if you start zero and two and early buy isn't the worst thing to try to figure out what's going on wrong so navy coming off that we'll get the pirates east carolina coming in here with a lot of momentum coming off two straight wins you know the buy will get them right for making some uh, correcting maybe some of the mistakes but they're not going to change what they do a whole lot so it'll be interesting to see if they're a little more crisp with their execution when it comes to that and that the residuals of the pandemic are still being seen especially for places like the service academies uh, where they didn't get in as many practices, and they lost some time, and they still have a lot of obligations going on. So maybe getting this extra practice time this week, we'll see if it pays off. It certainly isn't going to hurt them, that's for sure. And they certainly love making the trip to Dowdy Spickland Stadium where they're 4-0 and all the time. <laughs> so uh, they're maybe looking at this as a healing game if, if they can do what they've done in the past. Well, I know Mike Houston, this is a big challenge game for his team, and I know that's something they've been looking at and practicing for uh, throughout the summer. The confidence level, uh, probably uh, amongst the players, but I think even the Pirate fans is up compared to previous years when it comes to playing Navy. East Carolina, although Navy scored on them last year, one of those was a a kickoff return, I believe. I want to say special teams got involved for Navy last year, but uh, East Carolina has done a a decent job against them. I think the main thing here, Brian, is we have an offense now that can put up enough points to beat Navy, even if they have one of those 35 to you know 38 point games can our offense hang i say yes and i guess that's why the odds makers have east carolina 
as a big favorite, although the total's kind of low. I think the odds makers are saying East Carolina is going to do a uh, an admirable job of stopping the run tomorrow. We shall see. Either that or, or there will be limited possessions because of yeah. maybe running the option, and that's also, I think, a factor in. But you look at the two wins that ECU has in the series that have been field goal wins and high-scoring games. So, no, you're right. The offense has got to do its part, but I think there's a higher confidence in the defense. Uh, you look at what the, def- the Pirate defense has done in the past eight, I don't even know if they got in the way like a speed bump for that Navy offense. It's just some of the uh, long touchdown runs and passes that the Naval Academy's had in this uh, this series through the years has uh, been appalling if you're a Pirate fan. But better showing, a little bit better showing last year, and I, I just think this defense is built different this year. We've talked about this a lot with Mike Houston and how he wants to build the defense and how good his defense was at JMU. And this is, it started last year, and you're starting to see take another step forward this year. There's more dogs on this defense. There's more guys willing to step up and take the challenge and get involved in one-on-one tackles and uh, trying to create turnovers. And there's just a little little more attitude, edge, nastiness, whatever you want to call it. There's a little something more there with that defense this year. Big Saturday in the uh, state of North Carolina. you got East Carolina hosting Navy. And, uh, Brian, as you look at the ACC, Clemson making the trip to Winston-Salem to take on Wake Forest, Notre Dame, and Chapel Hill to face the Tar Heels. So you got some old, uh, undefeated teams playing there, a Notre Dame team finally coming off their first win last week. So interesting day across the state. Uh, how about those two matchups? Clemson-Wake. Does Wake have enough offense uh, to get by that vaunted uh, Clemson defense on Saturday? Let me take one step backwards here. When was the last time in the last weekend of September was Duke, Wake Forest, NC State, UNC all undefeated, and Athens ECU just one loss, and that's because it was to other schools in our state. I, mean, I talked to a great football year in our state. Yeah. Said that. And NC Central, you throw them in, they're 3-0, and I believe. So having said that, expectations kind of building here, and for Wake Forest, this is where they've been building to. This is where they want to they've, they've been a really good program the last six years. They ain't Clemson, two of the better teams record-wise in the ACC. And now it comes to this. When Wake had their little hiccup against Liberty last week and almost lost, I said, well, there you go. They were already looking ahead to Clemson. Liberty's dangerous. Now we'll see how refocused they are. But this is the game they've had in their sights ever since the schedule came out. This is their Super Bowl right now at Wake Forest. And I'm expecting a pretty big crowd. But Clemson, man, I, this is the games Clemson lips for, too, right? The ones where everybody's not giving them as much of a chance to dominate. So uh, if that Wake Forest defense doesn't come to play and force a couple turnovers, it could be a long day because I think that Clemson defense will will be able to keep the Wake Forest offense in check somewhat. And, and everything is at, at different levels, right? So like you, you talk about Clemson and not getting respect. I mean, they're, they're seven-point favorites on the road, but to your point, n- nationally – Clemson is probably not in the conversation right now with, you know, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State. Uh, If they win this one on the road as the number five team in the country and say their offense uh, does put up points, Wake can certainly give up points, it might be big uh, nationally for Clemson to to get back in the discussion there. So Clemson is living off its reputation nationally and still really, really good. Uh, But those in the know just do not like D.J. Hungry ukulele malalele uh, playing quarterback for them. He just hasn't been able to produce the points back there, and it hasn't been as dynamic as a quarterback as they've had. And until he can prove that against a somewhat decent defense, but I nationally, I don't think they would give Clemson any more respect for beating Wake Forest because Wake Forest doesn't get any respect. Yeah. So I don't know if people outside looking in would see this as a huge win for Clemson outside of that Wake Forest is ranked. 
but I still don't think it would be a big respect game until until they beat one of the, the big name big boys. That's just a national not knowing everything perspective. NC State uh, taking on UConn, and then they have their date at Clemson coming up on October first. And if if Clemson does win, that sets up a showdown potentially uh, game day there at Death Valley, and uh, a really fun one to uh, kick off October, Brian. I think NC State may be built better to beat Clemson than Wake Forest is to beat Clemson. So uh, I don't. This is a mature team. I don't see them having one of those um, book ahead games with UConn. I don't think UConn's that good to go into NC State unless they completely implode. Which no, I guess it's possible. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to that Clemson NC State game. Even if Clemson loses to Wake, which I just don't think can happen, uh, that's still within that division. You throw in Florida State. You throw in. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody else to throw in, but that mix of who can win that division, it's going to be a crazy year this year in that division. So uh, the gauntlet will continue, but for Clemson, yeah, this is a key couple of weeks. Brian North joining us on the Pitt Electric Live Line. Got the Blitz coming up tonight. We'll talk high school football in a moment. Diving around uh, the NFL, Brian and Matt Rule, Baker Mayfield, and the Panthers still looking for their first win of the year, and uh, they need it on Sunday because they can't go to 0-3. They can't go to 0-1 in the division play. The Saints coming to town, and Saints coming off a loss. Their defense has been really good. Jameis to Michael Thomas has been kind of hit or miss, uh, a little inconsistent offensively. But, uh, boy, the Panthers, I don't know if it's not must win, I guess, but for Matt Rule and these fans, they, they need one here, and uh, they need it in a hurry. No, it is must win if you're if you're the head coach because isn't the feeling that David Tepper's just ready to yank the rug out from yeah. underneath uh, Matt Rule uh, if, if it happens, even though he's got this long contract, even though it wouldn't make sense who he put in. There, there's a bunch of reasons why it doesn't make sense. The emotional side of it is it would make sense because everybody's kind of tired of Matt Rule. The two losses by a total of five points. You can say, well, they're really close, but you can also say those were winnable games because of simple execution that didn't go right, whether it's turnovers, fumble snaps, penalties, missed tackles. There's just these little things that you look at a well-coached team and a, and a team that may not be as well-coached, they're, they're, they're not doing as well. So, I, look, they've got to win against the Saints, and it just feels like that David Tepper would, would – make the move and, and I, we could all be wrong on it just as David Tepper has gone with some of his emotional reactions as an interfering owner it just feels like something would happen if they lost the thing that one coming up Sunday at one o'clock my commanders taking on the Eagles and uh oh, that's Carson. scary yeah Carson wins revenge game you got that factor but uh boy the Eagles look really good Brian looked like they might be the team in the NFC East yeah. and uh, if they keep winning and making believers out of people, you could uh, put them at the uh, in the conversation for their uh, you know NFC championship later this year. And it always feels like every time there's a big game for Carson Wentz, that's when he plays his worst. Like he he, he changes or can't handle the pressure of the big game. So yeah, I, I'd be worried about that one. Philadelphia looks good now. Uh, Jalen Hurts is, is starting to show some ability to throw the long ball yep. on a more consistent basis. Um, you know, yeah, that's a that's an intriguing game, but. I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm thinking Ron Rivera now has got a system in place. He's finally got a decent quarterback. Maybe they could pull off a win and maybe make it. They need a statement win at this point, I think, in that division. And I think Carson Wentz needs a confidence-building win because I'm telling you, every time the spotlight gets brighter, that guy does some knucklehead thing. 
Brian North joining us. Brian, uh, I don't know how much you've followed Broncos football uh, this year, but you, you like the local angle. So, uh, Javante Williams are running back there. They might be. Uh, well, the Colts are the most disappointing team at 0-2 getting shut out by Jacksonville, I guess. Uh, but the Broncos have been just horrid offensively. Time management, Nathaniel Hackett. Speaking of bright lights, he has been freaking out uh, on the sidelines during games. Yeah. And uh, they got a big one. I love this matchup, 49ers-Broncos Sunday night. That'll be a good one. But, man, Russell Wilson and Williams and, and Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are not – household names necessarily a receiver but very young talented receivers there and they have not done anything with it and uh, it's hilarious their their fans are chanting down the play clock to help out the coach there at home games it's uh it's a hilarious mess right now they can uh they can erase all that with a big win on sunday night but man uh some heat on nathaniel hackett already after two weeks it's pretty pretty funny is that guy got rabbit ears or what? You know, that first game when he wouldn't go for it at fourth and five with 30-some seconds to go with his uh, multi-gazillion-dollar quarterback there and, and a 60-yard field goal, I think everybody thought, okay, let's see if he learns from that. And obviously he did. I think that sent him, triggered him to even more panic. <laughs> because it's, it's been bad. He's got two stud running backs, but they both fumbled several times along the goal. Oh, yeah. He had a big goal line back they don't even put in in those situations. So this is one of those... Yeah, yeah, the decision making, the the stress of the decision making, it seems to send uh, uh, the head coach into a different direction. And you know, a lot of people want to see Javante carry the ball more, make Melvin Gordon more of your third down back. You've got your goal. So there's just, and then with Russell Wilson, it's uh, Russ is trying to do too much. Let the running game carry you, and then you can play action. You can do other things. So there's just a lot of identity crisis going on there right now with a head coach that reminds me of. Um, of Fonzie and uh, and Waterboy, Henry uh, Winkler. Yeah, Winkler. Waterboy. Yeah, and uh, and and I'm I'm interested to see how this works out. He could end up being a a fine coach. I'm sure he knows his stuff. But uh, it has been a rough couple of weeks there in Denver. They were able to sneak out a win uh, against the uh, the lowly Houston Texans. Brian North joining us here on the Pit Electric Live Line. The Blitz coming up tonight. WCTI 12, big night of high school football. As I look outside the Pirate Radio Studios right now, a gorgeous night for football once again. Brian here on a Friday. Yeah, and we've uh, fifth straight uh, rainless Friday night. You can even say in that very first Friday we had a nice window to get the games in and it didn't rain at all. But uh, this is uh, – we flipped the, the switch to the perfect fall Friday night with cooler temperatures down in the low 60s tonight, um, a little bit of wind. But this is the first time it feels like fall football. And it's interesting because we're halfway through the season now and a bunch of teams, about eight, so you'd say – I don't know, we've got about 40-plus teams in our viewing area, so a quarter of our teams are actually off tonight, getting ready for league play next week. But we've still got some great matchups tonight as the rivalry games. Uh, J.H. Rose and South Central is always interesting when they get together. Aiden Griffin and Farmville Central always interesting, and they're both uh, you know, fighting for wins right now. So uh, we've got some good games in the Pitt County area tonight. Conley back after a week of rest. So they're going to host a Northside Jacksonville team coming off its first win in a couple of years. Hmm. So some good games uh, around the Pirate Radio listening area. We'll have Conley football for you tonight. Morgan Aylers will get you ready for all the action coming up 6 o'clock on the High School Huddle. That's a uh, fantastic preview show. And then get all your recaps and highlights with Brian North. And and only Brian North because uh, we talked to Brett Kennedy earlier this week. He is off to a wedding, right, Brian? Yeah, Yeah, not his, though. <laughs> no, no, not his. But uh, I've, I've always said, if you if you have friends that are getting married during football season, you don't have friends. But Brett Kennedy apparently has a friend 
getting married during football season. So he's missing out on a great Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of football around Eastern North Carolina. But that's okay. I get it. We'll have a hell down. There it is. Brian North's got it covered. And uh, I told Brett that, you know, sometimes Brian doesn't mind getting out of the house a little a little extra anyway. <laughs> doing it on his own. So not the worst thing in the world. You say you're, uh, you're going to the game tomorrow, Brian? Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be covering uh, the old Naval Academy at, at ECU. So um, the problem is i ha- I got to figure out the newfangled technology we do now because we send things back through, like, magic voodoo stuff that I don't do a whole lot anymore. It's not the old microwave truck satellite uh, stays that it used to be. So old man's got to learn some new tricks this weekend. You sound like one of those um, those people that, like, live off the grid in the woods and they see a plane flying over and think it's like a UFO. Like, what is this technology? What is I'm that? telling you, man. Well, I see stuff like these QR codes have me freaked out. <laughs> about those circles with all the dots that you point your phone at, and it magically takes you. Yeah, away. and then it directly yeah. imp- it implants it into your brain, Brian, and they're under our skin. They've got a yeah. I don't like that. Ah, secret societies. It's all it's all out there, man. <laughs> Brian, thanks for joining us today. We'll check you out on the Blitz tonight, uh, WCTI twelve, and we'll uh, we'll we'll lob you a phone call tomorrow if you're available on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Look forward to it, Clippy. Thank you, North. Brian North joining us today on the Pit Electric Live Line. We'll take a break, come back when we return. We'll look at what's going on this weekend, uh, your sports calendar. We've talked about the NFL games. We'll look at the big games in college football. Uh, see the Major League Baseball series going on as we wind down the regular season. Got that on the way here on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas, which is the best for boat owners. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Alrighty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. We're with you 2 o'clock Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Stay tuned for that. We're going to have a lot of fun leading you up to the 6 o'clock kickoff. East Carolina taking on Navy. We're with you after the game. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Uh, looking at what else is going on tomorrow in the American. SMU had a marquee game last week, non-conference, and fell by a touchdown to Maryland. Another chance uh, coming up Saturday to get a big non-conference win. They take on TCU. That one coming up at noon on ESPNU. TCU a slight favorite on the road in that one. South Florida had a big road game against a non-conference opponent last week. Came up just short to Florida. They get another chance to pull an upset on the road tomorrow. When they take on Louisville, it'll be South Florida's last game before they get into conference play with East Carolina. Uh, Coming up next week. Also, uh, keeping an eye on the hurricane down there yes that could that is developing as we speak roll through tampa so uh 
we'll talk about that quite a bit next week i'm sure uh one of the worst games on saturday can be seen on espn plus at two o'clock umass at temple good god how many people will be at that game mm. you can count them on one hand you ass i surely would say thank you uh indiana and cincinnati the bearcats a big favorite over the hoosiers 330 espn2 cincinnati two and one loan loss coming on the road at arkansas uh this is a future american matchup that is correct North texas at memphis so uh that at 330 on espn plus and not too excited about the mean green joining the aac tulsa two and one at three and oh old miss that four o'clock on the sec network ucf is huge favorites over georgia tech seeing a lot of uh jeff collins on his last days down there in atlanta oh no not the capris the uh (laughs) and the vest could be no more uh with jeff collins down there uh ucf three touchdown favorites against georgia tech my goodness uh navy east ub six o'clock on espn plus rice at houston dana needs a win and a big one after they got embarrassed by kansas last week that's six o'clock on the plus and then seven o'clock espn plus Tulane looking to go to four and oh as they take on southern miss how about we are three weeks into the season one undefeated team in the league and that team is the fighting glories of Tulane. four and out four and out hello we're going for four and out Four and out. Hello. The four out. The four out. <laughs> the two out. Uh, so that's what's going on tomorrow in the American. Top 25 action, marquee games. I guess Tennessee, uh, Florida. Although Florida, eh, I'm not really excited about Florida anymore. Who'd they beat? Oh, Utah. And then. Uh, and then struggled last week against the Bulls. Struggled against them, lost to Kentucky tennessee uh it's a big chance for tennessee maybe to creep into the top 10 if they beat florida on saturday we'll, i will be uh keeping up with clemson wake forest would love to see the deacons uh pull off the upset there but that one coming up at noon tomorrow night uh arkansas at texas a&m seven o'clock on espn the national abc game not a very good one on paper ohio state a huge favorite against wisconsin uh the one of the games i really want to see this weekend i won't be able to usc and oregon state because it's on the pac-12 network but the beavers are three and oh lincoln riley's team just putting up a boatload of points and we'll see if oregon state can hang with them late night on saturday arizona state their first game without herm edwards coming up 10 30 espn against utah you play to win the game that's what he said chandler the Braves. At Philadelphia this weekend, that's tonight, uh, 705 ESPN Plus. Aaron Judge looking for history. Red Sox Yankees tonight, 705. Orioles against the Astros this weekend. Um, and any other big series? Mets are at the A's. Braves and Mets battling it out there. Uh, Burley and the Dodgers tonight on Apple TV at 1010. So the Cardinals taking on the Dodgers tonight. Also, I was looking at my score app and scrolled over to tomorrow to look at some college football scores and before our games before i could get there i was interrupted by nhl preseason games the nhl preseason begins on saturday so we are getting closer to some canes hockey which means we're also getting closer to some hornets hoops chandler 
uh, with the NBA beginning next Yes, month. sir. And welcome to Charlotte, a familiar face in the state of North Carolina. Dennis Smith Jr. has been added to the roster for the Hornets. Do we care? Not really. Okay. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm not very excited about maybe and this will change in the next month, but my roommate is a, a big NBA nut and he is not high on the Hornets. He actually says that the Hornets are probably the second to last team in the East. Awesome. Can't wait for another year of crappy Hornets hoops coming your way. All right, let's get our final break in. We'll come back. You're ready to wrap things up here on Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was another rough day for the stock market. The Dow was down 486 points, closed out under 30,000 at 29,590. The NASDAQ was down 198 at 10,867 and the S&P was down 64 at 3,693. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, free boot about to get underway. You're getting underway. There's a big, there's a crowd. There's stirring. I hear music. There's cars everywhere so uh another fun weekend here in greenville north carolina fourth straight home game coming up it'll be nice for folks to kind of get a breath even miles berry when he joined us monday on the delcor players lounge says he he's ready to hop on a plane do a little traveling just to break up the monotony i guess for the monotony road. yeah you like that word i like it it's a good word monotony monotony M- monotony I think we'll head over to Freeboot after this. Cool. Check out the scene. I have not been in Greenville for the past couple of Fridays, and uh, it's great to be back, Clip. And uh, it is my birthday weekend, so I'm going to get it kicked off at Freeboot. What's uh, one of the, what's your most memorable birthday gift? I got a limo. <laughs> okay. I think you're trying to tell me you rode in a limousine. Yeah. Okay. You didn't get a. My limo. parents got me a limo, and we went to uh, a restaurant with me and my buddies when i think i turned 15. kfc no it was okay. it, it was a wing spot awesome when you turned what it was like i think i turned 15 so you and buddies mm-hmm. man was that cool so cool Did it, you it, think it, you was, were like, it was a vibe it was a vibe uh yeah that's pretty neat um and then let's see one of my birthdays we went down to carolina beach where we have a place and uh, we went down there to watch ECU versus Virginia Tech. ECU knocking off the Hokies that day in 2014. And when we got to our condo, there was a white Jeep sitting there under, under the carport. And uh, I said, whose is that? And they said, it's yours. Where is it now? I don't have it. Yeah. That's cool. It was my first car was a, a white, uh, I think, 1990 uh, soft top Jeep. So you've been a, uh, a Jeep guy your entire driving life. And I probably will. You going to stick with it? it uh, Jeeps are awesome. Awesome. Uh, Robert says if you go over to Freeboot Friday, make sure you hit the Y'all Eat Yet trailer. Uh, yes. 
I would agree with that. That's a uh, buddy. Uh, huh. I guess he's an acquaintance, more of a friend of a friend uh, that runs that food truck, and it is dynamite. I always get the uh, the pork on top of the fries. Mm. And it's got like cheese and barbecue sauce and awesome stuff. Mm. Charlie, before we get out of here, for, for Robert Matthews, he want he's asking if we have any John C. Moore audio. I know. All I just I, played it. Oh, you played the liner coming into the show. Yeah. Oh well, thank you. Can you like play it on the show, or is that too much? Uh, I mean, I can play it again. The <laughs> hit, liner. Hit it again. This is all we have. It, uh, it gives me chills, Robert of John C. Moore saying first down pirates pirate radio where it is a first down pirates the voice of the pirate nation so that's uh, the audio we have of John C. Moore he wanted to uh, hear that his son hear that so Uh, legendary John C. Moore that crowd pop saying pirates is uh, bone chilling All right. Good deal. Uh, Chandler, we will uh, not see you tomorrow. Have a happy birthday. I appreciate that, buddy. And we will be tuned in to the Bud Light pregame tailgate, which starts at 2 o'clock. And then after the show, tune in and let your voice be heard on the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. And uh, I will be back next Saturday for ECU versus South Florida, the first road trip for the Pirates. And maybe, just maybe, it's not official yet, but maybe a watch-along. We we will see. But, uh, yeah, I will be back here next Saturday for game day coverage. Shirley, we'll be hanging out with you all day tomorrow. Yep, I'll be here. CJ, happy game day to you too. Have a good game day. And folks, can't wait to talk to you at 2 o'clock Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after the game, U.S. Sailor 5th quarter call-in show. And we'll see you back here Monday at 3 on Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.